look at this cat. She just sits in the foot of the stairs and just yells. Yeah, you can maybe hear her. Yeah. My cat, Hamburger, he's a screamer. Did your cat's name is Hamburger? Oh, yeah. That's good. He's a gentleman. <laughs> I'm excited to hang out with you, too. You're the only reason I'm here. I'm welcome with you. No, that's good. That's, no, I like great. that. He's, he says he wants more, like, uh, chatter Get the and stuff to play in. with. Yeah. So we're just, okay, got it. Do not adjust your radios. This is an emergency message from the Yellow Kitchen. A gigantic ball of evil is headed towards the earth. Begin freaking out. <laughs> this is Hate Watch, Great Watch with Allison. Hunter. And our guest this week. Hi, I'm Katie. Katie, what movie did you choose? I chose the cinematic gold fifth element. From 1997. Apparently, some people really don't care for this movie. But... I don't think it's controversial. It's divisive. Okay. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Sure. Better, better term. Um, no one's burning pitchforks. Yeah. yeah. Although, I mean, you'd be surprised what gets people pissed off. I have. <laughs> I've been on the internet. Allison. I'm not that surprised. <laughs> the fifth element. Fifth element. The fifth element. Fifth element's good. It's really good. I really like it. I think I like it less every time I see it, but I still really <laughs> like it. It's a difficult movie to watch, like critically. Yes. And that's what I did this whole time. Right. So I'm like, I don't know what to expect from this, so I better take notes. And the best way to dislike a movie that you like is to take yeah, notes. Yeah, analyze it. And, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is to see where it falls short. <laughs> What's the expression? Nobody wants to see where how the whatever is made? Uh, sausage. Yeah. Hot dogs. Yeah, no one wants to see how anything is made. If you want to be local about yeah. it. I've heard people critique this movie and say that the plot is stupid. It's and not- that's not the reason that you watched it. Yeah, I mean, it's not... I mean, it's not... Okay, But it's so knowingly it's not, so. Like, it's it's, it's yeah. almost meta in how little it gives a shit about, yeah. you know, creating the non... What it views and what Luc Besson views as the non-essential parts of the story. So yeah. it's actually... Like, the, the villain. Your driving actually, impetus is literally just evil. What's actually funny is that I noticed a line in here that kind of almost addresses that a little bit. Sure. That I hadn't before, which is when Cornelius is talking to the Who's president... Cornelius? He's Vito the, Cornelius. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the he's the priest. he's right. the the non-prior. Which I mean, we're talking like maybe like 10, 15 minutes into the movie. He's explaining to the president, like, imagine this is a thing that cannot be identified because it wants to be, and he's like talking about how it is just evil. And yeah. It just wants death and destruction. Evil yeah. begets evil and makes it stronger. Yeah, and I heard that, and I'm like, oh, they're kind of trying to be like, hey, audience. Come with us. Imagine that this is a thing. Suspend your disbelief. Yeah. And I hadn't caught yeah. that line before, but it definitely, like... I wrote that down, too. I wrote, yeah. it's evil. Shooting only makes it stronger. And I wrote right next to it, that old chestnut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, watching it critically this time, I was actually impressed with how uh, how much front-loading the movie does, exposition-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, you get a lot about all the important parts. Oh, maybe too much. Like, it doesn't matter. And they also repeat later that, like, Corbin Dallas is divorced. Like, yeah. you know. But you get all that stuff, and it actually comes up, not naturally, but naturally for this world. Like, it doesn't feel out of place with the rest of the world they build. Like, the, he gets a phone call from 
uh, was it Finger is his, like, dispatch? Oh, I guess yeah. he's, like, the cab boss or whatever. Yeah, and it also sounds like they is used to be in the boss? army together or something. Yeah. No, is so, he a cab boss? Is he a cab boss? Like, because part my, of my My thought was, sorry. No. no, 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 go ahead. All right. My thought was that, so, like, I had a friend growing up whose dad ran a carpet installation and repainting and whatever mm-hmm. business, and he had gone through rehab, so he hired a lot of guys out of rehab because he's like, oh, it's tough to get a job. I know what it's like. And he would hire guys like yeah. that. So my thought for Finger was that he was probably maybe ex-military like they established that Corbin is and ended up as like, yeah, running this cab company or cab dispatch and then hired other military he guys. It. He gets it. And like also, you know, Corbin's a good pilot. So we're flying this cab through this multi-level, you know, Jetson future yeah. thing. And he's like, oh, you can handle it. See, that was my thought. And I mean, like I went back and forth. I was like, is he a cab driver? Or is he like, because at one point, and I think, I don't know what this had to do with him. Like he's got a million points of his license he's clearly a renegade and then at some point when there's a point during the the chase scene in the cars where they're like oh he's off the radar he that means he yeah, steals he's cars a, he's got a jammer he's got a yeah but, yeah, yeah. Like, so he's a, is he stealing a car from finger like Dude. i'll see you tonight yeah like what to bring the cab and the cab also was broken oh yeah, maybe. Like, I think, like, I think he's, like, because why is he meeting up with his dispatcher to bring him a cab at night? That's not how cabs work. But then again, I'm not a future cab driver. That's true. I'm not a cab driver 5,000 years from now. So yeah, who, like, because theoretically, this has to take place after, like, Uber and Lyft and all that die out and cabs come back in style. You think that's going to happen? And that's what well, the, that's what Luke, that's what Luke Basson uh, is, is. Back in 1997, it's, he had it. It's in uh, Brooklyn, and they definitely still have a like roaring cab. Uh, they have unions, yeah, because yeah. there's yeah, very much. Right. And see, Good point. what I like yeah. about specifically with that is. I, I didn't look it up. I don't know when Futurama came out, but to me, like, I got a very old New York, new New York. When they were yeah. flying downward into the fog, they get down to the very, like, bottom old New York. Right, which in the one shot that really, really we get, uh, it reminded me of Blade Runner. And I was like... Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get that too. Yeah, neon that. lights and, and smoke and steam, and I was like... A lot about this movie just draws me back to Futurama. Like, Lee, Lee, yeah, oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah, badass, yeah. like, I don't know. So, but also, like, this, uh, the fifth element is wildly inspired this comic artist and writer is like nom de art was Mobius. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that movie, um, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, is Luc Besson, and he's directly adapting these comics by uh, okay. by Mobius and another guy he co-wrote it with. And it's full of really the same feeling idea. Luc Besson even talked about, in the time in between, like, oh yeah, The Fifth Element is like was my love letter to, is like a story I started writing as a kid, as a love letter kind of to these Valerian comics, and now I get to adapt Valerian. Mm. But it's a real similar, like, feeling. And Mobius was a concept designer for, like, Yodorowsky's Dune, which never happened, which ended up becoming, like, other designs for a bunch of other movies, including, like, Star Wars, Blade Runner, like, all these yeah. things were inspired by them, like, all that sort of stuff. So, like, that one guy's weird, crazy aesthetic rippled out into like all pop culture yeah which is awesome you were looking you were doing some research yes i was i was looking stuff up uh you were right about futurama's 99? start date was 99 woo yeah that's like you've been you you're good with dates i, I was just know. talking about like my brain's real weird because like like okay the the, the priest in this i was like oh yeah I couldn't remember that his name was vito cornelius because in my notes i just kept writing Priest. Priest. But I'm like, oh, it's, and I went to say, went to say his name in my brain. Like, oh, it's that guy. And I kept going, Ed Helms. No, it's not Ed Helms. That's the guy from the office. Like, Ed Helms. Like, no, it's not Ed Helms. No, it's like, that's really close to Ed Helms. I'm like, all right, get rid of that. It's, it's Ian Helms. My brain is, yeah. Oh, man. Let's Andy from The Office. Yeah. We're going to remake Fifth Element. Remake it with the cast with of The Office. Beautiful. <laughs> all right. 
Let's see who'd be who. Who would be who? Uh, who would be... Corbin's Michael. He's Michael Scarn. I see that. He's Michael Scarn. He's oh, Michael yeah. Scarn. And then Jim is, is Golden Face as, as Zork. Garrett, yeah, yeah Garrett. Um, ah. Oh, then who's Lilo? Is it is that Pam? I know. Or I kind of want. I know. I kind of want Lilo to be Meredith. Oh yeah, because yeah. she's just like redhead, redhead like wild card. Fiery. She gets drunk. Yeah, <laughs> feisty. Ugh. May, may have bored. may have trouble with English. I think uh, yeah. <laughs> has some wardrobe malfunctions. Yeah. Wardrobe malfunctions. <laughs> I this is lining that, up, guys. Uh, All right, so then Dwight is one of the aliens. What were oh, what were those like bulldog frog aliens called? Because they didn't say their name until like most of the way through, and I forgot yeah, to write it down. Um, it was something like Mangaloids yeah. or Mangaloids. Something, yeah. yeah. Mang- that sounds right. Like yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so. That was something that that'd um, be a whole race of Dwight's. You you were yeah. ta- you were talking about uh, that they front loaded a lot of exposition, but yeah, as far as like the alien races, it seems like that's really not that important. No, to, to the movie, the yeah, because no. yeah, yeah. they really don't. Drop no, they that, don't, that and they also I'm watching at this time critically. Okay, yes. we open in space. There's asteroids. We're following it to Earth, and we get the credits. And I forgot, so I laughed when it said "and Luke Perry," and I went, "Oh yeah, Luke Perry's in this. Excellent." Very space Odyssey esque opening. Yeah, yeah, with the shot of Earth, yeah, and it, like, rotates slowly. Quietly. Up until the, what are they called? The men, Mandichiwans. Mandichiwan, yeah. Up until the Mandichiwan show up. This is a pretty straight space movie. A little yeah. stargate because we go to yeah. Egypt. Where we again. see the guy that looks like Ben Affleck had a baby with Danny Masterson. That's <laughs> Luke Perry, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he's there, he's sketching stuff, which I had questions about that later, but... So, um... And he, he, so he is sketching. But yeah, so we get the, the little title card of uh, it's Egypt 1914. Yes. And yeah. he is sketching um, for a an archaeologist who's uh, trying to translate these hieroglyphs in this pyramid. Um, he's got a little boy named Aziz reflecting light with a giant tray. It's barely even translation, man. He's just no, like looking at like, yeah, he's describing it. Mm, yeah. like, I feel like that would be me playing Pictionary. I'd be like, yeah. This one's the fifth element, which they said how many times in that movie? Oh, well, yeah. I wasn't I mean, keeping track, but... It's, can... it's up around, like... Yeah, it's, it's up around... It's at least five. five. It's at least five. I'd say it's, yeah, between five and ten. Maybe yeah. it's exactly five. Ooh, yeah, one for each just... element. Ooh, you gotta do a different five. shot. Every time. Every time. You gotta, you gotta do a fireball for yeah. fire. Fire, yep. Wind would be some kind of gin. Yeah, like I can see that. Juniper or vodka, because it doesn't taste like anything. It's true. Or vodka's yeah, water. 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 Vodka's water, yeah. gin for air, will be earth. Uh, <laughs> earth would be like something like Fernet, because it's very like oh, yeah. digestive. It's not sweet. I was then, thinking of like a good spiced rum. Well, then what's something, love? Something a little savory. What's the fifth element? Whatever Wine. you love. Whatever Wine. you love, your favorite. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's true. It's a good point. <laughs> I hate this drinking game for the record. <laughs> I hate this drinking game. Well, the, yeah, the post-credit scene is everyone throwing up in an alley. <laughs> <laughs> and then instead of that's how they kill evil, it's just a giant projectile vomit at evil. Send, send it back into space. <laughs> oh, no, no, we don't want any of this. Ugh, <laughs> these animals. So, yeah, so we have Maybe the... air is a bong hit. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Totally <laughs> air. I, I mean, the, the, oh, like, then, no, love is then, you, it's, you got it's a shot of semen. No, that's not going to get you drunk. It's definitely going to get puke. Yeah. That's exactly But But that's love. Is it? Puke. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. If, if you ever, ask uh, Cameron Diaz in any. Vanilla Sky. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking movie. My fun fact, one of my um, 
high school yearbook quotes was. <laughs> please go see if it else. <laughs> it, was, please, <laughs> it was just <laughs> like most embarrassing memory. Seeing Vanilla Sky. <laughs> Best memory. Seeing Vanilla Sky. <laughs> Nickname, Vanilla Sky. <laughs> no, what it was one of the quotes. It was just like um, every passing chance, another something to turn it all around. Yeah. And I went back and I looked and I was like, I saw that movie twice. <laughs> I decided this was going to find me you're at like, 17. You're like, that yeah, resonates with me. And, and honestly, anything Tom Cruise has ever done resonates with high school Katie real hard. Honestly, like, I, a lot of people shit on Tom Cruise and I know he's crazy as a bag of crazy rats. Bag shit crazy. That's, yeah, a, but, that's why he's well, yeah, such a, he keeps reading those, you know, science books. fiction novels. Yeah. But yeah, like reading Scientology and being like, this is how I want to live my life. is like if, if the three of us now were like, we really should live our life by the fifth element. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're Fine. just out there with that weird monk, like, yeah, floppy bowl cut thing. I will wear as many bodysuits as I have to. Oh. Yeah, but I'll, I'll dress like Ruby Rod. I wear so much latex. Like if that's if anything, if what this has taught me, it's that like like the future is like very fetish based. Like they have. Oh, like, the future is just sex horny looking. Sex are shit. alive and well. Rubber and latex are like so in. If you are going to be making it rain if you work in a sex shop. That's like right. that's how you make your millions. If you look at fashion in both like the fashion industry and in like music videos and stuff in the last like. 10 years, yeah. there is a lot more of a slide towards very fetish-based clothing and styles yeah. and shoes and stuff. Yeah. Like, I remember uh, watching uh, the Blue Orchid music video and being like, holy yeah. shit, she's in uh, ballet platforms. Yeah. Which, if you haven't seen their terrifying-looking shoes. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're the ones with the T. I know what they're... Yep. Yeah. Yep. You're so basically I... on ballet point, but with a heel. No, no, I, yeah, yeah, so... What I want to hear you say is I made a good choice wearing my latex today. <laughs> it's very good. I'm surprised that the mics aren't picking up how squeaky you are. It took me You must hours. be very well I'm lubricated. covered in lube. <laughs> is it like that episode of Friends where Ross has to try to put leather pants back on in yes. the bathroom? I'm basically marinating my own juices right now. Like, I'm more wet than latex. Aren't we all? I... <laughs> That's the tagline. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so this has been our bluest episode so far. Let's keep going. Yeah, this uh, is good. So uh, Luke Perry and archaeologist guy. Yeah, the one really cracking the code of the dictionary. Yeah, it is. I mean, like as he's going through it, I'm like, man, you're cracking this like so fast. And Luke Perry's like, yeah, fucking whatever. I am so bored. Yeah, he's, he's like, he's drawing a boat. Yeah, he's, he's like a, sketching a boat. But it's a, it's not a good sketch. No, no it's a Luke, not a good, it's a Luke Perry original. It's definitely. A, <laughs> <laughs> they did not hire an artist to sub in. And then um, the things that look like Big Hero 6, Fox Baymax, Fox Bioshock. Well, well and they watch, like, TikTok in Return to yeah. Oz. Like, you think that, like, in <laughs> yeah. the future, like, this advanced race would be like, well, we could put, like, those, like, belt wheels that they have on t- on tanks on them or something. Like, to put wheels on Oh, but on. then they're just, like, gizmo duck. And that's fine. DuckTales. Which is fine. But, like, if they have this advanced culture where they have, like, the, I, I, I like the idea that they this like slow and easy culture. They just walk at their own pace. Well, that's because like, that's just their suits. Because well, inside, they're all Lilo Dallas multipass. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm if it's, is yeah, that, yeah, I think. That's what I was gonna say. I think, think they would have like, to adjust to Earth's atmosphere. Do you? Yeah. So no, you either. you think they look different inside a yeah. suit? Because that's like they never. Yeah, I think show it's like uh, the Hulkbuster suit. I think inside is this tiny little, uh, you know, perfect angel woman. And she's operating this giant robot, like like Mark Ruffalo. I like, like to think that it's three, 
there's two kids standing on each other's shoulders. <laughs> yeah. like three dogs in a trench coat, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's Vincent Adult Man. It's Vincent Adult Man. See, I didn't think, I just thought of them as being like, I didn't think of those as suits. Yeah, I thought look, of them as just like, looks well, like the Mighty Ducks. Because that's the thing is, I was like, that, you know, like, they definitely look mechanic, and I'm like, are they some kind of like a, a cyborg race? thing? Yeah, or like, well, yeah. Because they get a couple of cells and they rebuild Lulu yeah. from the cells in that suit. Was it that yeah. suit or was it that uh, big old coffiny thing? It was the hand. Yeah, it, was it was a hand. hand. I mean, it was, a, it was yeah. a glove holding the control of the suit. Oh. Of the of the ship, I mean, it was yeah, it was a glove holding. And then the they three D printed her, which how can which you is predict? great. Right in nineteen ninety seven, they predicted that it is thin slice like like building her it's a bones. Del- it's deli meeting it in yeah. reverse. Oh, it's well, awesome. We didn't. And then the grossest thing is, I know, I know, we we're not there. We jumped a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, I want to say, so the priest shows up, and the priest will become more important there. It's a it's a legacy. It's a dynasty. Yeah. But the priest shows up. Is he gonna poison them? Is that what it is? Yes. He's yeah. definitely gonna poison yeah. them. I don't know yeah. why he needed to kill them. I feel like that was an unknown. Like, oh, they might talk. But like, what are you gonna say? Yeah, they were like, gonna, they were gonna find out about why that temple was there and about the Monachiwa and stuff. And he kind of freaked out and was going to kill them. So yeah, this this priest guy shows up and he's going to poison like some water and give it to uh, these two archaeologists so that they don't discover the secrets of this like Egyptian alien Stargate. Stargate. It's a Stargate yeah. story. Yeah. Aliens, ancient ancient aliens. Yeah. But, like you would think that like the robot Doctor of the Future would be able to like find like Men in Black did it. They found a way to erase people's memory. Yeah. And well, then like. It's true. You'd also think, like, here, here's three places where robot future ducks failed. One, like, you gotta walk faster. Like, you gotta find some technology to walk faster. Two, you didn't need to kill this guy. You could easily find a way to, like, do Wait, that. What if their original planet has a different level of gravity than ours? Oh, yeah, like, it's much lighter. Yeah. But they don't want yeah. about Earth. They knew what they, like... All right, well, they, they'd been to Earth before. They definitely, like, and also, like, on top of that, like, they'd been to Earth. They understand. Like, if they're an advanced race, they should know that. And, like, honestly, like, they should be able to, like, adjust their speeds. If I think they can. I just think it takes a while. Just like, you know, Lilu learns to speak English and all that stuff. Like, slowly, like, she acclimates. And I think they probably could if they she, were on Earth for any amount of time. They're only there for five minutes. She could walk pretty quickly. She acclimated very quickly. Well, she was, I think she was recreated in Earth's atmosphere in, in, in that pressurized atmosphere. tube. All of humanity, the fate of humanity lies in the hands of these robot ducks. Why did they make, like, a very easily replicated finger key? Like, yeah. The key that comes out of the finger. I feel like that, like, you know what I mean? Like, why? Like, I understand, like, the, like, I don't know, like, there's some sort of, like, cool element to it being, like, oh, a key that fits in this thing. But, like, I feel like it should have been a yeah, more advanced thing, Yeah, where did that, end up, thing, did that you know? end up unlocking the chest with the stones in it? The tomb. The secret tomb within... Egypt, because that's oh, where that's right. yeah. weird Friar Tuck haircut boy yeah. went and opened the key later to prepare Egypt for their arrival, like later down the line. Yeah, yeah. That's but right. like, if someone were to go and explore Egypt now and see, ah, oh, it's clearly a keyhole. Let's get like something in here to open that. You know? Oh what yeah. I mean? Yeah, but I mean, going the other direction though, you have uh, technology or something like that, and a lot of that stuff can fail or break. So you're going back to like very rudimentary, very physical things, but yeah, those more things tangible. are <laughs> yeah, but they're, yeah. they're but they're much more long-lasting that's yeah, fair i can see that and then i mean like even speaking of technology like technology in the future still looks like a game of asteroid <laughs> like just looking at like when they're like watching like oh, yeah. them fire at the ball of evil oh yeah it was like, just like space like, radar or whatever yeah it's exactly pretty... it was very much like yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I love that because i think that's clearly a nod to star wars no, where like, everything looked like a goddamn you know a lot of coleco vision yeah. yeah or escape from new york for me, I think it's funny because they can make, like, when they're shooting this asteroid, they can make a giant skull 
Oh yeah. Fly out like oh, like yeah. Nicolas Cage, like Ghost Rider <laughs> skull fly at you. Amen. But they couldn't they, speak his name. <laughs> but like for me, it was it's just like I feel like those te- technology doesn't like level out in a lot of places. But again, no. being way too critical of the movie Fifth Element. Yeah, no. This is where our critical viewing of this movie falls apart. Yeah. yeah. Um. But so anyway, yes. Yeah, so uh, this Egyptian priest maybe is gonna kill these guys. Uh, fails because. It's rude to toast with water, you guys. You gotta toast with alcohol. You monsters. So, yeah, so they just pour it out. The pair deserves wine, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, Manichiwa are uh, landing yeah. in yeah. that area to pay them a visit. Yep, big crazy spaceship, giant duck robots. Yep, they slow come, moving duck. Yeah, TikTok. they come oh. stomping out, you know, very waddly, very penguin-like gates. Yeah, big shambling daddy. alien duck cyborgs. Yeah, big, big daddy from <laughs> yeah. Bioshock meets meets like the movie. goalie for the Mighty Ducks. Or and honestly, I got like kind of like. Do you guys remember the movie Super Mario Brothers? Oh, yes. oh yeah, we did. I got like the oh, them the dancing Goomba. in the elevator, yeah, the, yeah, rocking the back and forth. Yeah, I got yeah. a big yeah. vibe. From I can see yeah. it. Yeah, little heads. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, both things equally not Goombas from the Mario game. Yeah, oh, 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 certainly correct. They're equally distant from actually being close to a Goomba. But yeah, so uh, the priest seems to totally get what's going on, whereas everybody else is kind of losing their shit because oh, yeah. there's an alien ship. Oh, yeah, Aziz, little yeah, Aziz, little tra- Aziz. falling asleep holding up that tray is just like, I don't care. I'm not so uh, they're apparently there to take the stones and the weapon. Four of the elements. Yes. Four, it's, it's, it's everything. Like well, there is no development there. Well, yes, that statue in the middle. Oh, yeah, that is, mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what they carry out. Like, yeah, that's true. Out, yeah. yeah, but so basically we find out that this temple is like some kind of uh, weapon against yeah, that really doesn't make any sense. evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which they they open up like uh, a little entrance to a tomb yeah. or another the room. room. Or whatever. Yeah, exactly. The um, game room. With, <laughs> yeah, with a little finger that, or a little the key that comes key. out their finger. And they tell the priest that uh, this stuff isn't safe here. But that in 300 years, when evil returns, so shall we. And they fuck off. Yeah. Not before Luke Perry falls over and fires a gun at them, which a, somehow a oh, yeah. Yeah, somehow triggers that the pyramid is now closing. Oh, and yeah. the door shuts and crushes the one. Which wouldn't it, why, where to go? They open it again 300 years yeah, later. Yeah, he's not there. You're right. And there's no crushed, they open it, there's there's no, no crushed robot Well, no, to be suit. fair, they send David, which is the name of the, yeah, yeah, the, the, the apprentice. Yeah. Oh, so he probably carried the corpse out. Yeah, they, they, yeah by himself. <laughs> they were just like, you go ahead and prepare Egypt for us. And I'm like, all right, David, you got, you got a lot on your plate. You got to go to Egypt and prepare a tomb. Ian Holmes like, yeah. quickly, David, get rid of all the plot holes. Ed Helms. Ed Helms. <laughs> Quickly, when he punches through the, the wall. That's what they should have done. They should have brought it home punch the wall. He's like, oh no, I lost the key. And then he's like, I got this. Rocks in the treetop. <laughs> and he just punches through the... Tuna! <laughs> See? <laughs> Works so well. Movie. Um, I think also in this scene, uh, a little bit before everybody gets there, when they're talking about uh, the hieroglyphs and stuff, he's yeah. saying that every 5,000 years, a like three planets align, there's a black hole, and then evil comes Same. out. Out of the black yeah. hole comes evil. Yeah. yeah. This hasn't happened for 4,700 years at this point. Yeah, okay. Then we cut to 300 years in the future. Yep. Where we meet John McClane. No, first we meet Vito Cornelius. Oh, uh, yes. And we see the black hole thing happen. There's an event horizon, and then it's just a ball of evil forms. Why did that? Why did Cornelius get company with the president? Why was he allowed in there? Into that, like... He's the head of Scientology. <laughs> a 
No, sure. actually, yeah, I think they said something about him being like an expert in whatever, whatever. Yeah. Like astrology or something. Yeah. 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 Or, yeah. I don't know. And yeah, there is there is some line about like he's probably, father of Vito Cornelius. He should be in the same room as the president, like yeah. during this most tumultuous of times. But man, it's so it's so colorful. I love it. Oh, yeah. Like so many other space movies are just like, oh, it's boring to look at. It's all black yeah. and white and gray mm-hmm. and whatever. And this is a purple war room. Yeah, they the, do really crazy designs. The military guys are wearing like movie. mint green and like they're latex like, smocks. They have like, again, like I'm seeing very much like very 90s, like the little military hats. Like I'm yeah. thinking like, I, I'm getting a lot of like Batman vibes from it to some Yeah, they're, like, uh, the, the, like, I don't know, the guys working the computers have like yellow fingers on their gloves, like even, bright yellow. Even like the president was wearing like a blue suit with like purple lapels. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's the other thing I really enjoy is that like a couple of times you see people with color coded aids or yes men. Yeah, the president has it and Ruby Rod has it. Where yeah. they're like they're in all the same outfit. In like the, yeah, yeah uh, Ruby Rod's entourage yeah, are great. They, yeah, yeah they all complement whatever green. he's wearing. And the next time they come to find him, they're all wearing the roses. The roses. Yeah, it's very much. I love it. Yeah, it's like Batman. Bills. Well, yeah. it's uh, yeah, they're being accessorized precisely. Visually, it's great. Yeah. Well, also there's a lot of like primary colors in yeah. the uh, costuming. Yeah. And I think also the uh, the set dressing. Yeah, for this. So everything is very like yeah, Zorg bright, Zorg's, vibrant. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Zorg's mm-hmm. office is like yellowy, and he's got like bright blue neon. Yeah. Inside it, like ringing the window and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like orange in various characters' outfits. There's blue, like a lot of like deliberate use of yellow too. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. You're really getting like a very rich yeah. color palette. But yeah, so um, the military, of course, their answer to this, what they've been told is just evil. That doesn't. The reason we can't scan it, and know what it is, is it doesn't want us to know what it is. It's just pure evil. Yeah. And they're like, all right, cool. That Shoot. quote that I was talking about. We're about. Right. 10 to 15 minutes in the movie now. Yep. Shooting it makes it shoot all the ro- Shoot all the strongest rockets at it. Doesn't... Oh, so the first four that we're going to shoot 10 more. Yeah. And then the skull's going to come out of it. Yeah, then it grows larger. Yeah, and, and then it skull at you. Yeah, that's the thing is, I guess it ran over that one blockade, one military blockade. But also, like, yeah, I think a little bit, like, why, why a human skull? Like, why is that? It's a portent. Like, why yeah. is that? The... Okay, so that was the thing that I thought was a little dumb and corny. I think, when they okay, did, yeah. but I whatever. think that the evil, the evil, the pure evil planet uh-huh. really likes me. Uh huh. You know, that makes sense. Oh man, if, if, if every time you cut to the planet, it's just like, run to the hills! I'm fifth, like, yes! Fifth, fifth, the element of the beat! We're really making some good changes here. We should write, we should send this to him. Lupusan's like, I love these ideas. Great accent. Good. good. <laughs> that's his accent. Good. I don't know if that's what he sounds like. It is now. It yeah. is now. Nah, he's from Brooklyn. No, speaking of Brooklyn, Bruce Willis. Yeah. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis playing Corbin Dallas. Lives in uh, a very practical, futuristic Brooklyn apartment. Studio There's apartment. Yeah. So much oh stuff in that, I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I it's like that a, it's technology like... existed now. It saves so much space. Oh yeah, it's like the super duper version of those like um, it's like Japanese like businessmen's hotels oh, where yeah. it's all super. Um, sort of like, and compact like ergonomic and, and yeah. whatever yeah there's a, a term for that that i can't really think of but yeah, yeah like uh we're talking about like um space stuff, efficient yeah and yeah and stuff that's it's, like collapsible yeah. into the wall and stuff yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's it's the set of a really great like jamiroquai video that we didn't get you know there's i mean there's where it's no, just jamiroquai like really getting a great up. jamiroquai video oh that's not true that virtual insanity uh, video is awesome <laughs> 
floors moving, he's dancing, he's got that big stupid hat. Oh man. <laughs> Boy, it's good. It and then inadvertently, not inadvertently, but for no reason at the end, there's blood on the floor and there's two like crows. Actually the director of that video directs movies now, he's quite good. Wait, but so we get the automated bed, which is great. Uh Bruce Willis gets up out of it and once he stands up, it sucks away Slides his bed sheets and, yep. and pillow and pops up another fucking shrink wrapped one that's, you know, yeah, folded exactly. and cleaned and laundered. It's awesome. He has a cigarette dispenser thing which is that insane. says quitting is my goal. It says it out loud and it's written there. Yeah. And when it gives it to him, the cigarette is mostly filter and the uh, yeah. and a little bit of cigarette. It's basically the reverse of what cigarettes are now. Yeah. Yep. That's throughout great. the entire movie. And it's, yeah. it's also what uh, Gary Oldman smokes later, yeah. too. Yeah, no, and uh, yeah. what do you call it? Uh, Ruby Rod later, too. Yeah. 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 And his, he has his entourage light it for so, him. Yeah. So we appreciate the attention to detail and the consistency. And the world building. Yeah. Like, it tells me a lot about that. Like, this, like, it, it establishes a lot. Yeah. In like a matter of two minutes about everything that Bruce Willis is. Like the phone calls, like uh, talking about his ex-wife saying you need to forget that slut. Yeah. And, like and then like, oh, I found a picture of you. And then like it, it, it ex-military. Like it is. Oh yeah, all that comes out in like it, two minutes. It's like, it times. gives you everything. And it's like, you got to keep up, you know, like. But he's not heartless because he's got a cat. He does love that cat. Loves that cat. <laughs> Uh, that's the other thing is that like the first time I kind of remembered that this movie's very funny in like a very wry way is when he's like leaving and he tells her not to watch too much TV because it's going to rot her brain. The cat, yeah. yeah. He's just talking to his cat. It's great. <laughs> I love that he's greeted with oh, the a, mugger. presumably a mugger in oh a my cool God. hat. Yeah. With a gun that he doesn't know how to use that has spikes on the end. Yeah, it's, a, Zer- it's bay- a Zorg movie. As if uh, it's a Zorg bay- gun. Yeah, as if they're bayonets of some yeah. kind. Like, yeah, it's got crazy like well, crazy spikes also, all around the barrel and a bunch of other shit sticking off it. Also it also kind of looks like that bomb that he uses later. Yeah. yeah. It's see, definitely a Zorg weapon. Yeah. That also establishes, so he's, look, I'm going to jump forward, he's fired by the Zorg company yeah. Yeah, later, Zorg later company. on. So yeah. he works for Zorg. Yeah. yeah, Zorg is a big multinational. Yeah, but does that mean he is a thief? On the side and a cab driver. Well, that's what. Oh man, like this thief idea that you presented is like really interesting to me because I never thought of it. I just assumed he was a cab driver. I'm like, who is he taking? They the do cab say to they're later? firing. Well, it's it's the a, cab service. it's a yeah, it's a gigantic conglomerate of different companies. It does companies. a little bit of everything, yeah. And so you do get like a line where uh, Zorg is going to meet the uh, Mangaloids. Um, and, he, and an assistant comes yeah. up to him and is like, we need to fire uh, 500,000 people. Yeah. So the implication there is that they own a ton of different companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that a million is expended. Yeah. And well, yeah. And that that's a lower tier thing that's expendable to them. And also that, yeah, like they have that many people working for like when, uh, going to 30 Rock and stuff like that. It's like how they're a subsidy of whatever, 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 which is part of the Shine Heart yeah. Ring Corporation, which yeah. is, you know. Yeah, it's it's, true. it's one of those situations. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I do want the mugger at his apartment is great. Oh, yeah, we were that, talking about that. That is so good. So basically, you the like mugger it. took a scan of what it would look like from Bruce Willis's peephole and put it on his hat. And then he just stood yeah. out there waiting for Bruce Willis to leave his apartment and he walks out and he stands up. That's and so smart. Yeah, I love camouflage it. camouflage as the other side of the hallway. Oh, God, I fucking love it. That's so good. That yeah. actor, whoever the actor is. Deserves an Academy He's award. just like, it's yeah, just like, bam. He's tweaking out. <laughs> yeah, he's on every drug under the sun. Oh, man, it's great. Yeah, he's on space meth. Ugh. And he's just going, give me the cash. Cash. And then, yeah, Bruce Willis takes it. He's like, he's it's a very nice hat you've got. He's you like it? You like it? And then he does a little dance. <laughs> I love it. It's like, oh, man, it's so good. Uh, I, I want to know. So the gun the mugger mugs him with has, like, 
spikes not coming at them, no. at, at the person in front of them, but spikes. It's like a spike side. bracelet put around the barrel yeah. of the gun. I mean, like I understand. I, I, I'm sure it's just for aesthetic, but also yeah. like I want to know. Yeah, maybe they what fire What purpose off. does that serve? Does that, There's yeah. probably a button on there. You it hit it, and all like, the spikes shoot out, and they anchor you in, in place so there's yeah, no recoil. Or it becomes like a because if you see later, like when they throw one of the bombs, they also have little spikes and bars yeah. on them, so it could be a detachable bomb. Oh yeah, maybe. Maybe you can jam the spike into a wall and set the gun to like auto fire. You just hit someone with it, also. Yeah, you can just bludgeon somebody with your spiky gun. It's a multi-tool. I mean, you can just bludgeon somebody with a gun, period. Fair point, fair it's point. It's true. But spikes are going to be more effective. The spikes are going to leave a, leave a mark. The Manichiwa are trying to uh, return to Earth, and they get shot down by uh, Mangaloids. Mongoloids. Whatever we call them. Mongoloids. They yeah. are the Mongoloids. Yeah, they're, they're like... flying a spaceship. They're like a bulldog, bat-eared-looking... Aliens. They're like frog bulldog things. I mean, they're very orc-looking aliens. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, orcs, yeah, orcs, orcs a good orcs call. Good call. Yeah. yeah. They're big rubbery face. Actually, I really like the, like, expressiveness they get with these, like... These are all practical puppet. effects, too, which For I'm the really most part, yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. They look great. Like, yeah, honestly, like yeah. they're really expressive. They have good, like, comedy, like, expressions, too. Yeah. Like, at one point during um, Zord shows off his gun demo thing, like, the one, like, raises an eyebrow, like the rock. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But we'll, I guess, shortly find out that they're working for Zorg. Despite all the front-loading exposition, they don't establish who they are. Yeah. So watching the movie Cold, yeah. you have no idea. Like, you just see, you know, the government is like, oh, the Mandachiwans are here. Oh, we'll let them through the border. And then they immediately get shot by these uh, Mangalores or whatever. Yeah, which they don't name at that point. Right, they're but, just like... but you also don't know who they work for. Yeah. At that yeah, point. That's so what they I thought. Separate or I actually thought when I, first, first time I watched it, very, very, very first time years ago, I thought they were they worked for the government. They worked and they were like, yeah, yeah, let him in, and then they shot him in the back. Like mm-hmm. the government would be like, yeah, fuck him. Oh, see, I thought it was another alien race that was maybe at war with those guys. Well, here's and the thing. Then I, Based know, on what the movie tells us. So the priest, mm-hmm. the priest in Egypt, works for the Manichewans. Yeah. Um, and he tried to poison those two other relatively innocent guys. Yeah. So watching this the first time, I was like, okay, they're the bad guys. The priests are bad. And then these guys are like, oh, maybe the government know they're bad, so they sent their bulldoggy orc guys to shoot them. It's very confusing to young me. Yeah. Um, so they're shot down. Apparently there's a quote-unquote survivor, which is just a piece of a hand. It's just, yeah, it's a gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. But it's got a couple of cells so they can restore it. A lot of stuff's being said with this where they're like, it's a perfect cell. And, it's, you know, it's got like 2,000 times the it's, information that it our says that, DNA does. It and says all that stuff. humans have 40 nanogroups in their DNA and that this sample has 200,000. Yeah. Yeah, this one is... Perfect. Yeah. I can't wait to meet him. Yeah. This Mr. Perfect better behave or else he'll ha he and the guy and yeah. Mr. Handsome guy um, man. So, yeah, they do human. Uh, what th- we were saying earlier about the... the 3D bioprinter. Yeah, 3D bioprinter. Which is a technology they are like, by the time I'm done this sentence, they may have perfected. Yeah. You're so close right now. Yeah. Like, they don't do any kind of, like, organs or anything. It's pretty much just skeleton well, and then muscle. Slices, yeah. And then they put it on... Well, uh, I think the skeleton and the circulatory system and all that sort of stuff is all those 3D print meat slicers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of raw. Yeah. I think it's all, like, some kind of, like, unspecified, like, base genetic material that then, like, assembles Slices itself. Slices it together, and once it's together, yeah, once you, yeah. like... And then, my favorite, the grossest thing... It's basically fucking Hellraiser torture device in reverse, where it's just like a fuck. It's just a 3D printer. It's just, just like splicing on grab, sinew. Yeah. yeah. And like I was like, huh? 
Bleh. Oh god, <laughs> it's so creepy. And then they close and close the chamber and they expose it to um, EV radiation. Did he say slightly greasy solar atoms? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I I thought he said uh, something about it being like uh, light UV radiation. It's light UV. And he goes, yes, yeah, so we'll expose it to. I thought he said slightly greasy solar atoms, they, which will promote uh, the growth of skin. And I was like. Easy. I was like, because like, listen, scientists Maybe have a history of naming yeah. stuff really dumb. Yeah. For instance, Jupiter's big red spot. Yeah. That's what it's called because that's what it is. I mean, it's is that dumb or is that pragmatic? That's pra- yeah. That's, well, nothing that's else is that pragmatic. Pra- Mononucleosis. Yeah. I don't know exactly well, look, what that is. Well, look at the no mon, mono one nucleo. Nu- right, but one, it's not the nucleus. Latin for big what red spot. Giganticus oh. rouge. But I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't At two, Hunter? <laughs> Vanny Vidi Vici. No, I was trying to think of. Vanny Vidi Vicious, The Hides album. Oh, what a great album. It's a good album. <laughs> I was trying to think of uh, the only time that my grandmother had to use Latin as a nurse. Basically, my grandmother was a nurse. She worked for a nun who was prescribed alcohol in the evening in her tea for her aches and pains. Oh. And my grandmother thought that that was hilarious that this old nun was prescribed a drink. Um, but it was the one time she ever had to use Latin as a nurse because the term alcohol was written in Latin. Uh, and I so she, she told me she used to go to this nun at, you know, in the evening before bed and go, would you like your evening tea, sister? And she'd go, oh, yes. And then my grandmother would go, with or without? And the snow would go, ooh, with. Mm-hmm. And then my grandmother would laugh and laugh because I guess it was very funny to her that this nun was. I like the it. idea that she's like, with or without? She goes, ooh, with, please. And the grandmother goes, no, my grandmother had a very grandmotherly laugh. But uh, be so great. But she <laughs> laughed for ass off. Be so great if she, she just laughed like Vincent Price. Maniacally, even lightning bolt. Yeah. Oh, it's spirits fermenti. That's spirits what fermenti. it is. That That's sense. what it is. That is the that Latin for alcohol. It's a free that band name, kids. If you want to start a band and you guys are like on the fence about whatever, how about spirits fermenti? That, yeah. To me, that sounds a little like a Kings of Leon. Band. That might be the band that our listeners are forming. <laughs> just pay us royalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to expect royalty checks. Yeah, what Doesn't have to be a whole lot, but just consider Enough. us. Enough. Throw us a few bones. Yeah, we helped you out. Ungrateful shit. So they open the shield and they see a very sexy, very naked Mia Jovovich. Oh, there she is. I love her. The perfect being is not a man. Oh, you feel psyched. It's a hot raver chick. Hurry, get the thermal bands on her. Yeah. Yeah. Also, turn into pants like perfect panties. That's the thing is like you can't when she gets out of that fucking chamber and those thermal bandages have turned like they've added dimensions that don't make any sense to cover all her naughty bits and become real clothes rather than just wearing a bunch of scarves. It's loosely based on a mummy. Well, it's so, a sexy movie. Also, they're calling them thermal bandages. They're bandagey. Yeah, that's, that's fair. They are bandagey. That's fair. Thermal, I guess, because one kind of, it goes across her breasts, which is kind of close to the armpits where you lose a lot of heat. But imagine for a second that it actually was like a, a male Adonis. It's basically Rocky from Rocky Horror with those same bandages. Oh, yeah. So good. You look like a He-Man. So, another aside, I had a uh, Lilu from the Fifth Element Halloween costume that yes. I made myself. And whenever I'd mention it, when people would always be like, oh, you mean that white thing that she wears with all the little bandagey bits? Bandage? And I'm like, 
No, the thing that she wears for most of the fucking movie. It's just, it is. It's a really if I can dig up any of those image. pictures, we'll do that. If you support us on Patreon, you get access to secret content. Uh, he watched Greenwatch after dark. <laughs> it's just us in sweatpants <laughs> eating ice cream. Like, this is no that different. Um, I did want to mention two things um, in this uh, sequence where she's rebirthed in the tube thing. Mm-hmm. One, the room they're in looks like it's the inside of a Ferrer Rocher. <laughs> Yeah, I was. Yeah, and actually, when she punches through the wall, it just looks like foil. I was so, like, why? Yeah. I, I, right here, why are the walls made of crumbly tinfoil? Right. Like, why is this happening in this, in this gold, scientific crumb- facility? But also, she is speaking. Uh, what they say later is the, the divine language, um, but it's based. It's what Bjork speaks. Oh, she's speaking the same language as Bjork. Yeah, yeah. kind of sounds that way. Oh man. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, which is going to be most of you. Hunter's got a huge, huge thing for Bjork. So I have this weird, totally non-sexual fantasy of just living with her in her, like, crazy house wherever. And I just, you know, be, like, watching TV. And I'm like, kind of hungry. Oh, I'm out of jelly. I'm going to go downtown. Pick up more jelly. Make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I wonder where she is. Go out to the garage. And I'm just like, oh, hey, babe. I was going to drive into town and get more jelly and make a PB&J. You want, you want anything? And she'd be like, oh, would you get me about 14 toasters? And I'd be like... Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Fourteen do you, of them? Do you need you need fourteen toasters? I'm composing a web. Makes sense. Okay, I'll be back, and then so I just the go. Jelly, fourteen toasters. Anything else? Yeah, and there, I'm just in the shopping cart, and guys like, "You're Mr. Bjork, aren't you?" And I'm like, "What if they only had 13? I guess I'm driving to the next town. Well, I, I don't guess know how Bjork is divorcing you. You're just, yeah, you're just driving all over Iceland until you find. Oh, we probably have a toaster. Toasters. You're crying. You're oh. like, I can't come home without them. We probably have a toaster in the house. You think she keep she keep a toaster around long enough? I mean, I like toast. Maybe she'd do it for me. She sounds like a real. I don't like toasted bread, but I love you. <laughs> I love you too, sweetie. Babe, back in the store. Babe, yeah, I got the. You want one of those PB and J, or you just want the three big bags of toasters? Yeah. <laughs> she's I, hanging upside down from like a rig, like uh, just the toasters. Like the Mission Impossible Tom Cruise rig, and she's just welding shit. Just leave them by the door. All right, babe. If you need anything, I'll be in the den. Love you. <laughs> Love you, babe. <laughs> That's what I want. Ah, uh, I've had this fantasy for like ten years. A non-sexual fantasy. <laughs> totally non-sexual fantasy about how fun it would be to live with you. Basically, be like a children's show. You get married in matching swan dresses. Oh, oh yeah, be black, be swan. black swan. Yeah. 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 So dives out of forever share. Dives right through that foil wall. Goes out through the vent. Being like Bruce Willis. There's a clause written to every Bruce Willis film that at least one person has to be in a vent. Dude, when he finds her later in the movie, she's in that vent. Oh yeah, she does a lot of that in this. I didn't even think oh, about that. Right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like... Vents are great, guys. Really fun to escape in. Do you think Bruce Willis has, like, stairs in his house or just a system, a series of vents? Yeah, no. He's got one elevator for guests, but he (laughs) just travels through vents. Uh, yeah. I do want to... The police look pretty cool in this. Oh, yeah. It's dumb, but it's kind of fun. They have a big light bright, like, light on their chest. And their helmets that say police, like, on their face. Oh, yeah. They all look like fucking uh, NHL goalies. But yeah, I think they look pretty cool. They are chasing Lilu. Then she gets outside. And... Yeah, which also... So they, like, scan her and she doesn't have a profile. And it's like, were they not informed that she was just, like, printed up a minute ago? Yeah, probably Cause... not. Yeah, probably they just got a... But I feel like if they sent the cops out to get her, they'd be like, hey, be on the lookout for this person. Not in the system. Yeah. Just find her. 
Yes. There's a vertical train that goes by when she's walking on the ledge. Oh, yes. yeah. Was that a train? I thought that was a... Like an uh, elevator or something. Yeah, sort. I thought it was an elevator. I thought it was a train. I think they have train sounds it, in it, so I assumed it was oh, a train. But. It, it could have very well been. But so anyway, um, you know, they're telling her to stop, and she takes a little swan dive off yeah, the Yeah, she, she's right? like, mm, go with God. And yeah. she just like is like, I will let whatever happens decide. And never, never mind the fact that she is plummeting Many stories through traffic, she hits Corbin's thing, goes through the roof, and it's just like, oh wait, I'm awake. Yeah, like, she's to fine. Me, but the thing is, like you, the the impact that you hear, the speed at which you must be going. Oh and yeah. She gets up and she's fine. She probably didn't reach terminal velocity, but it, she was going pretty fast. But yeah. then, like, I also think that he's also moving at yeah. his own vector. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, yeah. that, I feel like that's kind of like for me. I feel but yeah, like, she falls at a great. High rate of speed through the roof of a taxi. Doesn't go through the bottom at no, all, but like just because of seats. <laughs> Precisely. But and I'm, she's okay, and then he drives a little crazy later, and she gets conked out. She gets up. The thing is, like for me, I feel like that happens a lot. Like she's she's it's not tiring being the perfect woman. She's not on her feet a lot. Yeah, the one it time, is. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the one time when you see, like the the one time where I think she genuinely should have possibly definitely been dead was when she fell through the fucking roof. Yeah. At a very high speed up after taking a swan dive from the top of a building. Maybe it's like a little kid. Maybe she was just tuckered out. <laughs> yeah. No, so, I agree with you. But the, and like even like the recovery time from that, she's like, oh, what? A, it's yeah. like it's like she immediately stumped. gets up. She's like, what happened? And then the jostling of the car knocks her out. Like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so she ends up in uh, Bruce Willis's cab, and you know where maybe an accident is worth four points. Yeah, she's in the divine language trying to tell him, I guess that she got blasted out of the sky and yeah. then reconstituted. Ah, and the ah, cops are yeah, it's her. like it's like Groot. Yeah, like she's talking, ah, she's ah, telling ah, him boom. very eloquently what happened, but he's like, yeah, that's great, crazy. Ah, yeah, ah, yeah, boom, bada, big, um, big bada, boom. I, I will say that like she's really expressive. Yeah, she's great. Uh, which kind of, like, this wouldn't work nearly as well if she wasn't as, like, emotional in the face. But so the cops uh, roll up next to him, and they're basically telling him to hand over the girl, and she sees, like, an advertisement in the back of the cab and sees the words, please help, and starts pleading with him in English to not give her to the cops. Help. Yeah. But she can read yeah. Yeah. English as well, which is Well, funny. that was also how she's uh, learning everything yeah. earlier so, yeah, on. She's just going through, it. like, an encyclopedia. Like Johnny Five for yeah, Short Circuit. exactly. Um, <laughs> it's true. I mean, I was, that's what I was watching. I was like, I kind of forgot that she does this. Is this Johnny Five learning montage. And, you know, she's very pretty, and Corbin's a huge sucker. And yeah. so he floors it and well, runs from the cops. So the cops open their car. They hook a winch into, a yeah, into his car to anchor them so they can do the prisoner transfer. I like that all the cars have that little yeah. hook for that specific purpose. And then the, well, that's, and then I he, mean, the same thing why everything's got uh, yellow circles for you to put your yeah. hands up on for police checks. For cops. Yeah. But what I like is when he floors it, that fucking winch rips right out, no problem. Oh, yeah. Like, that car doesn't even move. The cop car doesn't even, like, shuffle at all. Yeah, you think the winch just comes right like out. Yeah. It's like they forgot to attach it. They don't yeah. make them like they used to. Yeah, sure no. don't. McDonald's um, is still in the future. Yep, big giant McDonald's sign. The cops are like, eh, I'm too hungry and tired and old and stupid and lazy to, to go do my cop job. And Bird. then Bruce Willis like nails the and side like, of his car. Like, what must they pay to have really hot women? Met like doing minimum wage jobs. Ooh, like maybe that. it's because they're up above the smog line. Maybe well, the smog line's all uggos. At the ugly McDonald's. Ugly McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, or maybe it's one of those uh, Demolition Man type deals where uh, fast food's actually fancy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> the fast food wars. Yeah. The Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, we never see the bathroom. This might be a shared universe. Oh, yeah. The three seashells. Yeah. Also, so they're like, this is when the cops, you mentioned uh, before, Katie, the cops scan his car, and he had ripped out his Siri unit or whatever, and then um, the cops scan, and they're like, oh, he's got nothing, he must have a jammer, must he must be, be a car thief. car thief, and then they just open fire, so yeah. car thieves you can shoot on sight? Yeah. All right. But there's like horse thieves. Mm-hmm. Horse thieves used to be a hangable offense. Yeah. Might still be. I, I don't know <laughs> much about Texas, but I know they don't take kindly to people horse, stealing horses. So if you steal a horse in Texas, you better get the hell out. Yeah. Yes, the cops are shooting at him like crazy. And yeah, it's, it's a it's a cool chase scene. It's really fun. It's it one is. of the better looking because there's some dodgy CG at parts in this. Yeah, but not real bad. None of it's terrible. This one's moving fast enough that you can't pick up where it is dodgy. But they definitely knew this was like a and uh, a big I, scene. Establishing. So, yeah, they, I thought it had some uh, really cool like music for it. It's kind of upbeat. Yeah, it's good. It also just shows Bruce Willis just how skilled of a driver he is to drive straight down and avoid hitting. Oh yeah, he takes all the a layers of traffic through so many different new yeah. traffic of the future which yeah. god help it hovering jets in traffic and he dives yeah. down into the fog to hide out yeah. and then it's, she's passed they out they say fog it's small it's, it's small. dirty yeah. you know gray yeah. uh and the police have fucking like floodlights that they're trying to use yeah. to like look through for them uh, they can't find him and uh he notices that she's passed out so he climbs in the back seat to wake her up and she he takes her to meet uh Vito Cornelius the priest um, Ian Holmes slash Ed Helms. Also, like, there's just things like this that happen. He's carrying her in. She's been through all this shit. And he's just like, and she's still not awake. Vita goes, well, wake her up. Wake her up. And simply with a kiss. Yep. She's like, oh, I'm awake. Ectogami. Yeah. And she puts a gun to his head. Yeah, and I wrote, yeah, yeah. correct was- reaction to Sleeping Beauty bullshit. I was yeah. going to say, yeah, he's trying to pull some Sleeping Beauty shit. Come on, Bruce. Cool, Bruce. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's 300 um, years in the future. Come on, man. Yep, and she's saying ectogami, which we later find out means never without my permission. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was just rage. Yeah. It was just rage woke her up. She's like, yeah. God, what the Someone fuck? Someone kissed even, without yeah. my permission. I can't even be passed out. Yeah. What else do I have to go she through today? She was just faking to be asleep. Like, I sometimes I'm like, when I was younger, my parents are going to want me to like, do a chore, and I just pretend I'm sleeping. Maybe she was doing that this yeah. whole time. She's like, I don't want to talk to oh this fucking God. priest. She's fucking down. <laughs> let me sleep. And then it goes to uh, Zorg. Yeah, He's doing so, a, an arms trade yeah, uh, with the Mangalorbs. Yeah, so we're introduced to Gary Oldman as Zorg. He's the head of Zorg Industries. Yeah. What a future name, Zorg. Yeah. Yeah. Jean-Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg. Yeah, a lot of latex. He is so big in this movie, and, like, part of it is Gary Oldman's acting, and then part of it is just, like, the fucking costuming they do for him. Also, well, so he's got, like, a plastic plate that covers, like, half his head. So I think the, head. Which I think, also, that's another thing, is that he's got uh, dudes that are working for him that have little bulls yeah. on their heads, too. Yeah. But I think Zorg is supposed to be, like partially cyborg um, maybe like cyborg. i wasn't entirely sure cyborg, yeah. yeah i wasn't entirely sure he's got the limp like... the limp clicks a lot like when yeah. he's walking so it might be like metal yeah um I, I think that's what the plastic thing on his head is supposed to kind of represent okay. like without giving him like a chrome dome thing it's supposed to look like partially artificial okay um but also he's hitler you guys I forget where somebody was like, yeah, he's just, he's got Hitler's haircut. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, and they just moved the mustache down. It was like soul patch. And I was like, oh shit, that's a good, good, good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but I think that's what that plastic is supposed to be like, man and plastic, machine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
I don't know when this comes in. Why do they sweat brown from their heads? No. no uh, that's... that's Yeah, that's later. We'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. when he gets a phone call. No, yeah. no, but that also happened earlier in the movie with uh, one of the commanders. They're also sweating. Wait, really? The, yeah. With the beginning when they're shooting and the flaming skull is coming from the ball of evil, you see no, them as well. I don't think it's sweating. I think it's the ball of evil. Because he gets the phone call from the ball of evil. And I think it's like, uh, uh, it's like scammers. Like it's like a, an evil wave in your brain. I think it's supposed to be blood. Yeah. Well, it's definitely brown, but like it definitely happens. I remember distinctly when I first saw this movie, I saw it and I was like, oh, like alien blood, obviously, or something. But then like, because well, when you well, said they, somebody the else did it, I was correction like, didn't go perfectly. Yeah. It's, it's dark. Uh, they might also when... have changed it for yeah. a rating. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Like they don't want to do yeah. red blood. But yeah. see that, but like it did happen at the beginning because I saw it, and it wasn't with Zorg. It was with one of the I I could swear it was one of the um yeah. people on the on the military. The, yeah, that the shooting. planet like crashes Crap, into. But like you, I think but it you sends out like a right death before. wave. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, you saw the the, the I guess the blood. Anyway, so um, yes, was, and then he's meeting the men men Mangalords. Yeah, Mangalords. I think we just say a different thing every time. It's great. That's fine. Okay, he's meeting Amanda. Amanda Longs. <laughs> yeah, well, he's meeting Amanda Bynes. I was about to say that one. <laughs> he's meeting some dude in specific whose name I didn't write down. One of them's got a name. Yeah, who's wearing his man face? And then yeah, he's like take that man face off. And they apparently shapeshifters of some sort. Yeah, which is weird. But yeah, they're the orc looking dudes. So they were supposed to bring him the stones, the four elements. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, from the ship. In exchange and for five cases of, or four cases of super guns. Really rad oh, yeah. utility Which, guns. Oh, yeah. it was just right out of yeah, hand. Yeah, it is a multi-tool gun. Yeah, it's he's great. showing it off, and, you know, it does uh, burst firing, and it'll, you know, it, it remember has, um, where it fires. Yeah, it has like a memory function where, yeah, you it, hit you hit a place, you hit the memory button, and every subsequent place yeah. shoots there. The replay button's got replay, a net, right. it's got a net in it. It's got a net, it's got, it's got gas a arrows, it's got a flamethrower, it's, it's got, got an ice blaster. The arrow thing is great. Yeah. It's so good. Got a detonator on it. Yeah, it makes the dummy that he's doing it against look like it just got quilled by a porcupine. Yep. It's awesome. (laughs) The whole thing is great. It's a great weapon. It's plastic, so it goes through metal detectors, which apparently still exist in 300 years. Well, also, how could they have predicted in 1997 or whatever that we'd have those body scanners in airports that can see your penis? So I want to know how Zorg made his fortune more than anything. It's got to be weapons. He's like Tony Stark. Yeah. I think he. I think he's a. Yeah, he's an industrialist. Yeah. Uh, he could also be uh, either he's a master second of generation war. or or the Zorg family. The Zorg family yeah. fortune. You know, I'm Jean Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg. My father was William Randolph Zorg. Yeah. <laughs> of the Zorg dynasty. You know, of the Zorgs. <laughs> or you know. <laughs> oh, the New York Zorgs. No, no, no. Or he could have Carolina Zorgs. The Carolina Zorgs. Yeah. So he's showing off this insane gun, and then he goes to check on his stones, and they are not there. He gets into a dick swing with this guy. We get a good. Uh, it's really too short for me, but I liked um, the. I liked all the aliens goofing around with the guns in the background. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. shooting nets at each other and shit. But good. yeah, basically Zorg recently in the case, but they still need to go get him his stones. Yeah, but then he's like, eh. He's like, if they were really, you know, top, uh, you know, if they were really killers, yeah, they would ask me with the little red, red button, button on does. the bottom of the gun does. And the one, the one, the one Mangalore is like, him, him and the assistant leave, and the Mangalores are in there, and he's just, they're all playing around with it, and the Mangalore looks no. up and he presses the button. Yeah. Bad. And they all blow up. So you see Gary Oldman light up one of those ridiculous cigarettes while there is a gigantic explosion in the background. 
at least they're they're aware. They're aware yeah. that they yeah, have a million filters and all the tobacco. Yeah, Gary Oldman, that's not his first time at the Explosion Rodeo. Yeah. Heck no. <laughs> He's great. That's when Zorg calls in uh, Vito to meet him, the priest. And he's talking about how he, he, he uses the example of, well, this glass is empty, there's nothing with it, knocks it down, and all these little creatures come all out. All these little cool up. little robots come yeah. out. And there's yeah. a couple that are like safety cone robots, and yeah, then there's like, like a vacuum seven, one. It's like seven different Roombas with yeah. very specific yeah. jobs. Uh, jobs. And yeah. there's like one's like a floor buffer. and Oh, that's awesome. Under the guise that destruction breeds. Jobs, man. Jobs yeah, and, industry. And, and purpose. The people that made these robots, they can feed their families now. Chill, chill. Dr. Lecter. And, yeah, uh, he kind of talks like Clarice Starling. And then there is a, um, like, this voice system that exists. It's just like, it brings up a glass of water. It says, water. And then it brings up fruit. It says, fruit. A cherry. Yeah, he, he picks, picks up a cherry. It's like, And it cherry. knows what he picks. Like, why is, that's like future Alexa. Like, I want to know why the purpose of them then, oh, that's a cherry you're picking up. Like, I want to know the purpose Maybe it's that. logging his, uh, you know, it's like, a, it's cookies. It's a Fitbit. It's oh. like cookies for his, you know. It's like, food log. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to get like three more cherries. So the next time, time he's like, I want, I want some fruit. And he presses the button. It's like mostly cherries. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Yeah, I get it. Maybe it's like you never eat kiwis. I will remove kiwis from your fruit playlist. Yeah. <laughs> then he finishes his little speech and he's like, I'm gonna take a. It's it's a very actorly swig of my water with my cherry in it. While I'm eating a cherry, I've chewed this cherry. I've just put it in my mouth. And then he's <laughs> choking. Yep. And then he starts grabbing it. Which is button. some comeuppance because chaos will cut both ways. Yeah, that's right. It's great. And, uh, and he's just like. Pounding on the table, hitting buttons. It starts lifting up little compartments and like things like oh, yeah. cactus, cactus. The cactus comes up, yeah. Uh, the little creature. There's a Rolodex comes up. A bunch Which, of why like, CDs. Why a Rolodex at that point? Yeah, in the, the future. A bunch of CDs or like mini discs or something shoot out and cards and whatever. Like, it, I mean, and then... My favorite, which I mentioned before, I think, before we the were recording. Little, yeah, the little cubby opens up with this little alien, and it's like a little fat little, you, you know. You think it's a Flintstones creature. Yeah. Do something cool. And it's got a long, like, snout trunk thing, and I'm just like, mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. like a, I think it's like a sex pet. <laughs> it is. Especially with the just sheer attention and Carrie gives it later. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, that's so weird. Why is that there? And then later on, we see him sort of, like, holding it, and it's, like, got its trunk cradling around his neck, and I'm like, oh, it's so weird. But maybe it's his emotional support alien. I emotionally support that. Yeah. So uh, Vito walks around the back of him and is basically like... Yeah, he's like, where's the robot to fucking give you the Heimlich maneuver, the yeah. idiot? Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. And he's like, you know, isn't it funny how fragile your empire is that it can come down with one, one little cherry. cherry. And he yeah. smacks, and him, smacks him on the back. You saved my life. You saved my life. I'll spare yours. I'll spare yours. For now. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good yeah. character motivation. Yeah. It's about what most of the Marvel villains had for like the first uh, seven years. Yeah. I don't know if his explanation really makes as much sense. No, it doesn't but... make sense in the macro. Mm -hmm. it, it helps you understand on the micro how he got to where he is, why he's a warmonger, why he sees it's beneficial to profit from chaos. Because ultimately, evil, this planet of evil, it's just it's going to end all life, which is not beneficial yeah. in any way to anyone. So I don't know what, you know, like, there's nobody benefits from that. Right. I don't care how much you're like, yeah, destruction is more interesting or whatever. It's like you're still going to be dead, dude. Because mm -hmm. um, it, yeah, it gives you an idea of his personality and why he would even serve evil. But it's one of those things yeah. where he's just like, yeah, yeah, I'll serve Skeletor, and then he's like, fuck, Skeletor's real serious. Well, I can't back out now, or he'll just kill me. So I guess we'll just see. I guess I'm goes. Team Skeletor right yeah. now. Yeah. Around there, you also get the uh, 
Zorg's number two. Zorg's number two. His name like, we never get. He bugs the yeah, president's say, meeting. It's, it's a literal That's bug. Right. It's yeah. a cockroach <laughs> with a satellite dish on yeah, its exactly. back. It's the greatest visual gag. There's there, the movie uh, Darren Aronofsky's like first film, Pi. Yeah. Um, the guy's trying to figure out the name of God using like number and letter codes and things or whatever. He's got this supercomputer that he's yeah. built. But it gets the the computer gets bugs which are depicted as actual ants in the computer. And that made me laugh when I saw it. I was like, oh, that's clever. That's funny. Um, this is that good. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. like, I'm going to bug the president's conversation. It's just a cockroach with a Lego satellite dish glued to its back. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome. Well, the big information he gets is that the stones are with Plava Laguna, who is a diva singer who's performing at Floston Paradise over the weekend. It's a whole planet of just beaches. and It's like hedonism. It's like that. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like the uh, adults-only vacation spot. Oh, yeah. I've seen no hide nor hair of children at this place. No, no, no. Nah, no, you can't. Them. Ruby Rod is definitely on a list. Yeah. Ruby Rod is oh, not allowed yeah. to live 300 yards from a fucking school. His hair is a fleshlight. Like... His hair is, like I said, oh, it is... Oh, gross. <laughs> no, it's, it's Egon from Real Ghostbusters. Yeah, but the... that's, like a, that's like a crazy quaff. It's like a fuckable Egon's hair. Well, the next hairstyle, he kind of looks like an everlasting gobstopper. Oh, you know, he's got the Scary Spice buns. Yeah, okay. the Scary Spice is a good call. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Slightly ahead. Not again. But so, he's yeah. He's a fun character to talk about. He's yeah. great. It's just... Okay, so this movie has a lot of, like, little small moments or looks and some of that's just like the actors doing good like expression yeah and some of it's just like little proper visual it's, gags it's yeah, definitely but, silly yeah yes. it doesn't yeah. take itself seriously at any point even though yeah. there's a lot of action a lot of things that could be taken seriously yeah. it doesn't yeah it's lighthearted. and besides the scene where ruby rod totally eats that girl out it's pretty much family friendly <laughs> so basically um yeah the the general and his two associates show up at corbin's place he's just gotten fired and he had a phone and, call from his mother. Oh, his yeah, mom. his mother and from his friend. About Finger the... Finger yeah. Where you show up, he goes, I fell in love. Yeah, he's like, yeah. a fair fell in my lap. And he's like... A big fair. He's like, how big a fair? And he's blue like... Eyes, five new eyes. Five blue eyes. Perfect. Kind of okay. orange raver hair you could get lost in. Kind of fair you don't pass or something like that. She sounds like Bjork. <laughs> but yeah so that happens and then like yes the government rigged a contest so that he would win a trip to flost in paradise so that they could yeah because go they're gonna blackmail the him into doing they're gonna strong arm yeah. him into being their agent undercover exactly. yeah to get the stones he, even though he's retired they wanted to come back to do one more job because he's the only one left of his commanding yeah that's right he's like for two reasons you're the best one of your you, know, you can platoon. do all of these things yeah. that we need for this job. Also, you're the last one. And you're the only one that oh, isn't yeah. dead. <laughs> it's um, basically, they basically show up and they're like, they're like, we want to take you home. And he's like, what? Why me? He's like, well, you're the prettiest girl in here. And also it's closing time. <laughs> <laughs> this big mountain of a woman's going to pose as his wife and they're going to, you know, go to Floss in Paradise, recover these stones. Bada bing, bada boom. Big bada boom. Speaking of bada boom, we get another doorbell Bjork. ring. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, wait, sorry. It's Miljovic it's, yep. again. <laughs> I'm not that sorry. The person yeah, that actually is in this movie. Corbin he's, lies. He says that's his wife. They just got married, or he's gonna marry. Like, I met her today. I love her. He's like, I met her. I fell in love with her. And uh, and anyway, she knows she I can't. He's military. military. I can't have you here. So he fucking rips all the shelves out of his fridge, which is empty anyway, and puts them in there. And then my favorite of his like ergonomic room design things, he puts the like hide refrigerator button. And it fucking, uh, it sinks down, in and it's a shower. shower which is yeah. great. And I was like, that's so cool! And, but yeah, then she comes in. She's just kind of like, hello, and then uh, Cornelius pops out from around the, the corner with a yeah. gun. 
They're which, just like, sorry, I had to do this. Which I love that he was able to stop the tweaker from shooting him. Yeah. But yeah. he can't stop Cornelius. Not this priest. Yeah. yeah. Not Ed Helms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think this also, is this after we see her like learning? Yeah, yeah. the Johnny Five montage. She learned, she's yeah. Like chicken in pill form. Yeah. Yeah, the food she's rehydrator is great. chicken. She's a chicken. Yeah, chicken, good, chicken. good chicken. Good. Yeah, that's it. Chicken. And she pulls out, she puts it in, dings immediately, and then she right pulls out. it out, and it's not just a chicken. It's like, it's a, like a rotisserie full, chicken, full crazy meal of chicken. It's great. Like, and but yeah, so she's kind of going through like an encyclopedia that's moving like crazy fast, and yeah. has at least gotten to M. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which was something that we martial discussed arts. later. Yeah. On. Martial arts. She yeah. definitely knows martial arts. Um, and she tells like Cornelius that she's got to meet a friend of hers. Uh, Which spoilers is blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's gonna get the stones. Yeah. yeah. So I th- everybody I think, wants the stones. Yeah, I think we're. The military of... wants the stones. Corbin Zorg doesn't really care, but Zord really wants the stones, and, and uh, the, Cornelius, Cornelius really wants, wants the stones. Well, and and the Mongoloids want the stones to get, get the guns. guns yeah, work. that's right. They want so, the stones for their own ends, and then she wants the stones because she actually has a yeah. job to do. Yeah. And Corbin's so just like, like, whatever. I'm in love with you. So yeah. I'll go over you got like so. I've known you for three hours. You got like four right. factions slash people that four or five. Yeah. Yeah. That are doing this. Some of them are working together, some are not. Yeah. Because, yeah, right now, the military is pushing Corbin into doing it, and he's like, that's fine, because I'm going to go with her anyway. And mm-hmm. Cornelius is like, well, I'll just sneak on. It's, it's a whole shell game. He Everybody. Cornelius steals the ticket, but Corbin gets it back. And anyway, so then we cut to the ticket booth. No, so, real quick, I've got some questions. Okay. Because they're all still in the house, and then the she put, and then he, he puts Mila in the... Shower. Shower. Yeah, so what had happened with that was that uh, Zorg's, like, second-in-command guy, who had bugged the president or whatever, had called in a tip to the police that Corbin Dallas was smuggling uranium. But because, again, we're doing a whole bunch of stuff. So the police start a thing, and he's not, like, supposed to have anybody in his apartment, or maybe he just knows that it would be a problem. She's not going to scan. But also, but why is there... They catch the wrong person. They go to the wrong. Yeah, uh, I think it's her. She takes like his little. He gave her his business card thing that she made like a taxi and pulls it off of his door. And I guess then just stuck it on the neighbor's door. I don't and randomly. With all right. the scanning technology they have, that was what they're yeah. like. Let's go by the thing on the door. Yeah, they were like, yeah. "Oh, it says Corbin Dallas. This must be the one. Must be it." And that guy's like, you know, I'm not Corbin. Fuck they're like, "Sir, yeah, put." Punk rock, yeah, he gets finger. gets all. He's like, "Smoke you." That's then, right. Yeah, it's smoke yeah. you. And then they fucking bust it down, take him away. Then so why why was this? Oh, meat popsicle. Okay, got it. He puts Lilu in the raising the shower. Yeah. And then raises it up out of the sight. Puts Cornelius in a bed, and then the bed wraps itself, so he gets like also why shrink wrapped. Why does the like what is the purpose of shrink wrapping a bed? Every well, night? it probably they probably like like steam clean, like flash clean it, got it, and then shrink wrap it so nothing gets on it or whatever it. until you tear the cover off. Yeah. So, so if you're like cool. eating in bed or uh, jacking it or whatever, and then you can just easy clean it. Got it. Yeah. And then she comes down and auto wash. Why is auto wash cold? Also, why would there be an auto wash feature in that? Like it goes, it goes up to close, and then he goes, "Oh, I forgot about the auto wash." What are you washing when the thing goes up? Also, why are Again, you washing? Maybe you're cold eating in the water? shower, you're or washing, maybe you're jacking it. Well, no, yeah, you wash your shower like how they had those uh, things that would like spray around your shower automatically. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yes. is it, why is it cold? 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. And she comes down. She's she shivers a lot. She's a very cold young lady. I I think it's so that we can have that very sweet moment where he gives her a towel yeah. and we're staring yeah. soulfully into each other's eyes. And he's like, oh, two times today you've ended up in my no. arms. Yeah. Well, maybe we should go out to the coast have a few miles. <laughs> Sorry, that's my, my think, only Bruce Willis. I think, they're, I think they're trying to get to like the ending where it feels deserved, but it never quite gets there because they no, don't do enough establishing think, of them having an actual relationship. Well, the thing is, I don't think we need English. to. I think the idea that she's a perfect human, and maybe they're not, maybe all the Mandachi ones aren't ladies. Maybe there's guy ones. Maybe there's non-binary ones. But maybe there's a whole smorgasbord of gender possibilities, right? But if you see one of them that's like, you know, in your uh, active, you know, like your active, like attraction group, you're like, oh, because they're a perfect specimen, maybe you just can't help but fall in love. Of course you're going to fall in love. But that's the thing is, I think everybody in the movie should be falling in love with her. And we don't have to do all this hoop jumping for Bruce Willis. What happens now? Now we go to the Oh, groups. so, yeah. So, basically, okay. So, at the end of all of this crazy this nonsense. Is a, this is an open-door, closed-door farce in his Yeah, apartment. oh, my gosh. It's, we're hiding, yeah. we're hiding, you know, person A from person B and person B from person C and D. And, yeah, and they, we gotta, they we might, gotta shuffle out A and we put them back. It's they sad. might as well have wacky sax playing. Yeah. Yeah, but it so. Is. At it's, the, it's like Faulty Towers in the future. <laughs> at the end of all of this, Vito... And David's David. assistant yeah. and uh, Lilu have the tickets to Flossed in Paradise. Corbin had been knocked out, but is fine and accepts the mission and stuff. The uh, general or whoever. Yeah, the military guys were in the are, fridge for so long that frozen? they're frozen. Yeah, are frozen. But they turn up later and they're okay. Understandably, yeah. I think they're probably dead because, you know, they're yeah. frozen. But no, yeah. the future yeah. exists. It's yeah, fine. Because he, he cool. opens the thing. Well, they hear a couple cells and they can totally reconstitute. Yeah, that's, you there mentioned is. that while yeah. we were watching. And I was like, oh, it's it's true. Yeah. But yeah, they, he opens the fridge. He's like, all right, I'll take the job, and he shuts it again. Yeah. And they're just like. <laughs> and <laughs> last but not least, one of Corbin's asshole neighbors has been taken in by the police. Who think he's Corbin Dallas? Who think he's Corbin Dallas? Yes. Um, and Zorg also is like, well, we got him. Right. He's been arrested, so he tells his number two, "You pretend to be Corbin Dallas." Yeah. So now we get another. So David goes up. He's got an idea that says David Dallas. Lilu's husband. He's gonna be Lilu's husband. He's gonna take her. And Corbin walks up. He's like, "Great, David, get the fuck out of here." Thanks for holding my spot. I think I can make it. I'm yeah. actually Corbin. I'm the real Corbin Dallas. And like, he puts in another multi-pass verified ID thing. This nope. is clearly pre-9/11 because, like, to be that quick, like, oh, this is my ticket. Yeah, no, there was no like, have have your bag? Have you been in possession of your bags the whole time? Yeah. Have you let a stranger pack your bags? Which is my favorite. You can't get through the line without a ticket at this point. Yeah, like, no. you can't get, you know. And behind him also is a wall of garbage. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, like it really explains. Just like in New York. Oh, we're, excuse our looks. We're going through some renovations. Why is there garbage though? New York, Futurama. They did a whole big ball of garbage. That's fair. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's fair. Covered all this in Futurama. Fair, fair, fair. Futurama is basically fulfillment fan fiction. Yeah. Um, we'll cut this out. Um, <laughs> drink. Lilo <laughs> Dallas multipass. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah. we get David pretending to be Corbin. Then we get the alien who is disguised as the neighbor that the cops thought was, thought Corbin, was Corbin. Because the aliens showed up, they kill the cops, they take who they think well, is Corbin, Corbin yeah. and then he turns yes. in the, yes. what they think is Corbin, but it's actually the neighbor who said, smoke you. A hot shade I of think, Connor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was writing stuff down, so I didn't 
catch. I didn't catch that either. Yeah, I didn't catch that either. But thank God, because yeah. I didn't really recognize. Honestly, that. so it sounds and way more complicated than it actually. No, no, because it's basically just like it's a. It's pretty straightforward. It's yeah, just that it's there's a, a lot of bit. moving parts. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's a comedy bit. It's just a bunch of different factions pretending to be Corbin. And then there's another one. Which and none is... of them knows the others are in play. Exactly. They all think they're the only one who's going to claim this this seat. And then the other, and then finally the the. Then it's third one. Yeah, it was the fourth one is Zorg's, Zorg's number right two hand, yeah. who walks up. Um, and um, he, Corbin Dallas. He's like, yeah, it's me. I'm Corbin Dallas, and um, this is already after so many Corbin Dalai, yeah. your, your assorted Corbin's Dallas have uh, come and gone. That she's just like, yeah, and she scans him, and he scans as one of the manga Zorbs or whatever. Mm, no, that was guy number. three. Oh, that was yeah. the three. Yeah, yeah so sorry. that was guy number three, and it's like dangerous, and she's like. Oh, yeah, she's just like, oh, it's too late. The ticket's been claimed goodbye, and she, like, ducks out. Yeah. And like, he starts banging on the, yeah, then yeah. the cops are like, put your hands in the yellow circles, because robot guns come down. It's, yeah, it's not even the it's cops. A, yeah, it's it's an some automated, automated thing yeah. with, like, seven guns pointed at him being like, you know, put oh. your hands in the yellow circle. And then he calls Zorg, and he's like, oh, I didn't I didn't get on. I missed the flight or whatever. And Zorg's like, oh, that's too bad. Okay, well, I'll just have to. You know, we'll have to get do we'll that some other time. Later. And then he fucking blows him up. <laughs> oh, yeah. He can somehow send a huge, like, bomb through the phone. Because oh, I thought he was in a yeah. phone booth. So, but, but maybe a subsidiary of Sorg is telecommunications, and he just has bombs and phones all over the city. Yeah. <laughs> Appropriate. Of course, in a place like an airport. Oh, yeah. Of yeah. all places to keep a bomb. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. if this actually oh. looked like a fucking and, airport, they would have they, to edit this out. And they couldn't tell. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's basically a glorified bus station. Yeah, it is like a space bus station. It's gross. Yeah. There's a wall of trash. Yeah, actually. Okay, uh, so I said that sarcastically, but now that I'm thinking about it, it makes a lot of sense. It's very accurate. The fucking the ticket takers are behind what is essentially bulletproof glass. Like, yeah. it's heavily militarized and dangerous. Yeah, it is like a it's it's, it's like, septa. Yeah. And then we and they have uh, there are pests. There's a uh, like pest control because they have guys fucking flame throwing in the landing gears. These are like ball rats. That okay, fall so from the, there like... was a toy when I was like a youngin called a bumble ball. I remember that. Yeah, which was just one of those things. Had the knobs on it. Yeah, it had little knobs on it, like an everlasting gobstopper, and you put batteries in it, it would jump around. That's all it did. That's all it did. All it did. And you would, I think, the idea was then you would press it against your crotch until you achieved orgasm. Yeah, no, that's exactly why. I just like the disgusted groan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Honestly, I believe all that effect of the, like, pest control thing. They were just bumble balls they'd wrapped in, like, old weave hair and plaster. Yeah, and, like, burnt them. I need some heat! Give me some heat! Give me some heat! Apparently, via the IMDBA, the parasites being disinfected from the landing gear of the spaceship are actually Boglins, the 1980s puppet toys, but with them is a bumble ball. Oh. Battery operated, oh. shaking and vibrating oh. ball. Oh. Yeah! So, good catch. Well Educated done. guesswork. What? No, just keep the song going. <laughs> the See how long you can finish this. <laughs> Uh, Cornelius, Cornelius sneaks on, um, and he tells this because David, tells David to yeah. go get Egypt ready. Corbin Dallas, the real Corbin Dallas, please stand up. Uh, <laughs> is up on. Oh, he's got bleach blonde hair too. Yeah, yeah. he sure does. I'm so Corbin. Yeah, I'm the real Corbin. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> My other Corbins are just smorgasbord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the word boring. Yeah. So I'm the real Corbin Dallas multi-pass. There you <laughs> go. Multi-pass. Oh man. Free idea, nerd yeah, rappers. We're gonna You're welcome. Yeah, please, by all means, please run with this. Yeah. Again, we will demand that you send us royalties. royalties. 
But yeah, so Corbin and Lilu are on the plane. Cornelius has stowed up on the plane and Zorg, either at this point or shortly, we'll see, is flying behind them. Yeah, he's flying on board personal them. plane. Yeah. He keeps saying planes. These are spaceships. Okay, ships. Yeah. Rockets, yeah. shuttles, whatever. There is some space happening. Yeah, we are now in space. space. Little give space it, magic. Give it us yep. some space. That's right. Space magic! Yeah, that was Yeah, I was prompting that, yes. It was good. Took me a second. Um, <laughs> so this is when we actually finally, finally, oh finally meet Ruby Rod. We're on the plane, and we get into the ship. Space plane. The shuttle. Space, space plane. plane. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the futuristic bus line. Elon Musk's SpaceX, or whatever. Uh-huh. He's eating um, rhymes. Do you know that? I just found out about that today. But yeah, so we get introduced to Ruby Rod. Ruby Rod. This is, it's, oh, Chris it's, Tucker. It's, it's Chris so Tucker being good. the most, and it's perfect for this. And with whoever does Lady Gaga's styling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got these, like, open bust, high-collar, like, cat suits. Body suits, yeah. Oh, it's great. And the first one is Leopard, and he's got the, yeah, the yeah. blonde. So the Leopard one yeah. actually sort of, because it's all, like, one piece, including the boots, it yeah. sort of reminded me of the dress that Kim Kardashian wore. I the, know which one you're the talking gala. about. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, the thing that everybody's making fun of her for because it kind of looks like she was wrapped in like a, <laughs> you know, a curtain or yeah, yeah. a couch or something. Yep, I remember that one. But yeah, yeah high concept fashion. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, Chris Tucker, Ruby Rod. It's, uh, it's a great, honestly, it's a the, great performance. Yeah, he's the radio host for the contest that Corbin Dallas quote unquote won. So but yeah, he's the MC. He's you know the. Apparently he's like a draw he's a sex on the symbol, yeah. yeah he's a draw on the cruise as well. Oh yeah, all the flight attendants are talking about how sexy he is, and like, honestly, also he's the... great. He's signing autographs with a paintbrush. Oh, I'm seeing a picture of this. Okay. Yeah, that's the that's the dress. Kim Kardashian's yeah. dress. I can she was that. pregnant too, so yeah. Oh, is that North? Yeah, that's a baby. Northwest. Yeah. They've had three. They have like nine babies. Are they all directions? No. Um, Southeasterly one, was? No, no. Saint was going to be Easton, but I guess Kanye vetoed that. Why do you know this? I don't know why I know this. Uh, Ellen interviewed her. I don't remember what their youngest child is named. Listen, everybody... It's something... Oh, it's Chicago. What? Oh yeah. Well, he's That's from celebra- Chicago. Celebrity kids, man. There's a reason for it, but I didn't care to, like, dig into that. Saint West? Yeah, was their Whoa. second child. Yeah, Northwest and Chicago West. Listen. Yep. But if you're a celebrity, think about giving your kid an outlandish name. Don't do it because the best outlandish name has already been taken. Jermaine Dupri named his kid Your Majesty. That is yeah. great. I it's name, great. I want to name my kid Your Majesty. Your Majesty. Are we forget about Apple. Oh, Apple Paltrow. Paltrow. But what, is, what did Bruce Willis name his daughter? Though? Rumor and Scout or his yeah. kids. Scout's a great name. Yeah. I love the names. I want to name my daughter Scout. Uh, Jason Lee's kid is named Pilot Inspector. Inspector with a K. Oh yeah, way. that's true. Like that. Pilot <laughs> Inspector. Yeah, he is German. That's a German baby. Yeah. Yeah, German yeah Jason Lee's that. like, come on, save Dada. He's a like, Papa. <laughs> and then a tuba just that? started playing in the distance. As he no, when he walks is what happens. <laughs> mein German Kind, mein Deutsch Kinder, Pilot Inspector. It's like I was in mall rats. So why is my kid wearing I, all this lederhosen? I was gonna say I haven't bought him any lederhosen. He just seems to find it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 And that's the podcast. Right? Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you want to see what happens in Fifth Element, you're on your own. How does it end? Oompa, oompa, oompa. We poke our way the fuck out of here. <laughs> <sighs>
So. <laughs> yes. So. Let's bring this in. Ruby Rod's amazing. Yeah. Ruby Rod's amazing. It's, it's, everybody, it's a great performance. Everybody's like, just gushing for him. Yeah, but, yeah. Literally. All the ways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, it's like it's like one long take. Oh, yeah. He's doing his whole patter. It's like it's, an auctioneer where yeah. he's just going, yeah. going, going. You know. It's so fun. He tries to interview Corbin. He'll Corbin only give him one word at a time. Because yeah. he's not yeah. feeding he's not feeding your ego, Ruby. This is not why he's here. But I like he's like Thanks for the free trip. They're like, You're gonna you're gonna interview you're gonna be interviewed by Ruby Rod, isn't that exciting? He's like, No, 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 I'm on medication. I'm a very private person. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Wait, what? <laughs> I like that line a lot. I know, we, I know we talked about this before, but there's um in meeting Ruby, it's you, you get like the Prince songs a la Batman soundtrack, like in the background. Yeah, yeah. it's a real, it's that real like canned breakbeat sound. Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. Like, just, yeah. but it sounds like you're just pressing and buttons like, on a thing. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's it is it, it is very that. I'm a fan. It's very yeah the bat dance. Yeah, but yeah, so he's not thrilled with Corbin's performance, and Corbin doesn't give any fucks. No, no, no. It's very intimidating. Ship takes off. We see Ruby Rod getting freaky with a uh, very attractive he, flight attendant. He goes oh. down on that flight attendant. Yeah. He aggressively. joins um, the Mile High Club. And we're getting Several really miles. we're getting really good cuts in this where it's yeah, yeah either stuff relating yeah. to it. The big and it's, one is the, ship the landing off. gear yeah. going up and then her legs going, her legs going up as yeah. she achieves orgasm. But it's there's well, actually a lot of that intercutting kind of stuff. Well coined. Yeah. 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 It is. Yeah, the dialogue in this is pretty snazzy and like snappy, and then also a lot of the cuts in this are really good. Yeah. Where it's it's Absolutely. stylish. It's nice. Take some punchy, yeah. Take some time to appreciate you guys. And it gets to because of the tone the movie's established so far, like it gets to do these things that are kind of silly, but they just heighten it. They just, you know, like it wouldn't work in Batman. It wouldn't work in, you know, something yeah. else, like the juxtaposition of these things. Yeah. But like, it's funnier here because it can be. It's yeah. very punchy. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, this is when Zorg gets a phone call from Mr. Shadow. His, uh, his uh, assistant is like, Evil Bull. you have a phone call. He's like, I told you I don't want to take any phone calls right now. And she's like, you said you didn't want to be disturbed unless it was Mr. Shadow. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. You put Mr. Shadow through them. Yeah, well, it's it's real warped sounding and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and, it's and a real also, Dr. Claw voice. Also, I'll you, get you, get oh, it. You also, know. you see the military noticing that it's sending out radio waves. Yeah, they're like, yeah. it's it's projecting radio waves. And they make what they think is a joke, which is, because they're trying to make a call. But it is. It's okay. calling calling Zorg. It's phone a friend is yeah. Zorg. Yeah. I kind of really like the scene as well because we kind of really get like reinforcement that Zorg is not the big bad here. The big bad is this big ball of evil hurling <laughs> towards Earth. Yeah, yeah. The big bad is a yeah. ball of pure evil in space. That can make phone calls. Yeah, yeah. dude. It can do whatever. Yeah, it can make phone calls and also wreck your shit. Yeah. Yeah. Make you bleed from the middle of your head. It can yeah. kill a whole civilization of people. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's the thing I like most is while he's on the phone with it, you see this, what, what, you know, his blood like trickled down his bridge of his nose. He like wipes it and whatever. And then the phone call ends. And when you finally get a full shot of his head, cause it's like a uh, eyebrows down in this like close up. Yeah. yeah. You get a full shot of the head. It just started bleeding from like the middle of his forehead. Yeah, Not like the smudge. crown or anything. Yeah. Like you can see it smudging underneath his like plexiglass helmet. Yeah, thing. exactly. And I like that. Cause like, symbolically, mythically, things like it's the third eye location and oh, stuff. Psychic oh. psychic powers and chakras. And I didn't catch I've been talking that. about this for many hours, guys. Yeah. Wow. Magic. But I think that's interesting. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's a weird detail. It's yeah. definitely probably on purpose because, yeah. again, Lupuson wrote this based on weird, trippy 60s comics. Yeah. yeah. It's probably a consideration. 
Yeah. But yeah, you pointed out, and I always thought the blood looked a little. I just thought like, mm, their their well, fake blood looks, was a little off. It yeah, looks it looks a little, little chocolate syrupy. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that as well. It looked like Hershey syrup. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be blood. Go I ahead. think it's supposed to be blood overall. But as for why it's brown, maybe they're trying to avoid like a maybe somebody was like, oh, you can't have red blood in this. It's too violent, you know. So they did the color code blood thing in Hellboy. There's a fight scene early in the first Hellboy. Where he fights that uh, uh, the archangelly monster thing, mm-hmm. and um, they couldn't have blood in there because it would have been too graphic and it would have given it a harsher rating. So mm-hmm. Guillermo del Toro had them digitally turn all the blood into gumballs as he's like beating this thing with a gumball machine. So it was like he's hitting it with a gumball machine and blood was flying out of its mouth, but he had them replace all the blood with gumballs and huh. it's the same like spray pattern and stuff. But with gumballs. But it's totally family friendly and G rated, you know, like yeah, yeah. Huh. And uh, so That's maybe great. it's that kind of thing. Yeah, well, because the only red blood you really see is Lilu tripping yeah, yeah 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 and you see like she has a little on her yeah it's like mm-hmm. on her shirt and her shoulder and her hand but yeah I think yeah she's and, and then uh yeah. the diva plava laguna is shot and, and but yeah Alien. and it's it like looks like or green or gushers something. it looks like yeah. the inside of gushers yeah, yeah. when i was it a does. kid I, when i was a kid i even thought that you're like oh her blood looks delicious it did when i was younger um i went to these like sci-fi conventions this is before like cons were huge yeah yeah i went to one when con- they were like in shitty like holiday ends and stuff yeah, yeah and i, I went to one in baltimore and people still dressed up like people did oh, yeah. yeah totally it was a, like it was it was not to the extent it was now but someone straight up made a whole Plava Laguna <sighs> costume and I was like this is such commitment I didn't like I didn't because I didn't quite I was too young I had to be like when I was going to these conventions I was like 12 maybe 13 I, just the fact that there were conventions in general where people were like doing this was just yeah. like wait wait because the only convention I knew was my mom went to the teacher's convention Mm-hmm. In Atlantic City, I thought conventions were not fun things, and I went, and I was like, this "Oh, dude, teachers' con- convention is so, so fun. fun! People show up dressed like Pen- apples and like rulers and shit. Oh, I guess so we'll good. be wild. <laughs> um, no, but now that I'm older, some of the eraser hats actually work. It's, it's insane. What? <laughs> like, and now now that I as a former teacher, like I the the teaching convention actually really is a lot of fun. But, like when I was younger, <laughs> when I was younger, like going to these like sci-fi conventions with my mom and like her like nerdy friends, like was really kind of cool. And like seeing someone like that. And I remember thinking like, did this person get the gusher blood? Because uh, when yeah. I was 11 and 12, I was like, I love gushers. I'm, as a 30 year old person, I love, I still love gushers. Oh man, I really hope this story ends with you going to a stranger and be like, can I taste your blood? No, but I just, like, honestly, like, Pablo Guna is just like a hot xenomorph. Oh, it's great. A hot yeah. blue xenomorph from Alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always forget she's blue until I see this movie. Really? Yeah. That's the best. That's like the selling point. That's, well, I know she the, has blue the, blood, and the, I know she's the name Plava Laguna yeah. is Blue Lagoon. I never think of it. I always, for some reason, I always think she's like a lighter, Blue like closer to like chalky white or something, and yeah. blue blood. I always picture that for whatever reason. This is an uninteresting fact, but it's a fact. Okay. Like when she showed up on screen, I was like, "Oh right, she is like super duper blue with big black fingernails." Yep. Yeah. And all the crazy tendrils. Can't really tell where her skin ends and her dress begins. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she's got like built-in auto tune before auto tune was a thing. That's right. We're actually getting ahead of ourselves. I'm sorry. Yes. Not much though. Not not much though. So yeah. So they were on the plane. Ruby Rod gets freaky with a flight attendant. Zor gets a phone call from Mister Shadow. Yeah. Um, And that's when he's like, "Well, I have to set out." So he's going to hop in his space plane and he's yeah. going to go catch up with them. Um, they, Rocket plane, Jesus. They, they get to Folsom Paradise. Uh, Lilu and Corbin get separated. Corbin goes to his hotel room. L- uh, the diva Plava Laguna arrives with 
her entourage. Her entourage are fucking awesome. Those look yeah. badass. I totally right? forgot about them until I was watching this. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, they look like a goddamn death cult. Yeah. yeah. They're so cool. Yeah, they're There's, all And they're, they're all not anywhere in the rest of this movie. Yeah, exactly. fetish fashion. Because she has her yeah. two, like, handlers, but they're, like, handlers. They're, like, any... They're like, I have your clipboard and I have your, you know, schedules and, yeah. you know, whatever. But then her, like, personal guard. Like the shaved head. Uh, the but they have, they have, like, head. weird yeah. gold, like, yes, helmets. Exactly. And, so oh, they're this, so cool. This whole thing, I hate making this reference, but it kind of reminds me of uh, Star Wars Episode One okay. with Amidala's, yeah. like, whole entourage. And she's got all of her little, yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, I see that. Which that's not. Yeah. yeah but yeah. that whole level of, like, holding court almost. Yeah. Yeah. And coming into a spot. Back. It announces the present. She's yeah. a big fucking deal, you guys. Yeah. yeah. There's like a porter or something that's like trying to like welcome her onto the ship and he's tripping over his words and stuff because. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. it's a huge fucking deal. Yeah. And then, of course, Ray, the, again, Ray, the, um, the actor, the famous deaf actor. Yeah. Like, who, it's also all about her, too. Yeah, who looks like his last act. He, he looks like he's still dressed from his last acting role and it was like. He looks Amadeus. like Mugatu. Yeah. <laughs> oh. He does look like, kind of like Mugatu. <laughs> like Mugatu. Exactly. Like in the porn version of Zoolander. Exactly. Screw Lambert. Yes. <laughs> it's like the rhymes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's all dirty entendres forever. It's so hot right now. It's definitely a line. It's, it's, it's a cock off. It's a cock off. David Bowie's still in it though. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course he is. You can definitely dare lick my balls. <laughs> Actually, okay. yeah. I guess you don't have to change as much the dialogue in that yeah, movie no. than you thought. No, don't they have like a fucking like crazy threesome? In uh, it anyway? Yeah, it's an orgy. But you see, aren't it. they on ayahuasca or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't have to change too much that script at no, all. It's no. mostly the names. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> David Dutch Ovney. <laughs> David Dutch Ovney. <laughs> Perfect. It's canon now. Perfect. <laughs> so, yes. Um, so one of Plava Laguna's assistants tells Lilu discreetly that uh, she'll get her the stones after her opera show. After yeah, we'll the make, show. We'll yeah. make yeah. drop. How is she going to get those out? I think she was going to like sacrifice herself. She was oh. going to sh- yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, yours uh, is way sweeter. Yours yeah, way, I thought like, maybe alien laxatives, or maybe, maybe they have one of those surgery maybe machines. Maybe they have like, giant butt- the alien, alien buttholes. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they might be able to just cut her open and then fucking space well, magic her. Well, that's the case, yeah. and she should have survived. But, well, I think they couldn't get her to a thing before she died, because it was in the middle of a gunfight. She could have just space pooped it. I could. mean, she could have... She, she <laughs> 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 That's how it's incredibly attractive. <laughs> alien woman. Here she has this, like, beautiful, like, opera voice. Uh, but yeah. later when she has to vomit... But all pooping, <laughs> all pooping is her making a... <laughs> like a cat in a hairball. Oh my God, don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at her in the eyes. Look away. Do look not away. look at Plava Laguna in the eyes. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's not explained. What was the plan? <laughs> That's I think actually, we nailed it, guys. I think we nailed it. And it, it allows for a lot of speculation. It sure does. Some of it's terrible. Um, <laughs> what were yes. they planning to do? <laughs> Lee, look away. This is going to be uh, painful. How would they get them in? Doesn't matter because... Yeah, we, it have, it we have this... She, she gives this amazing... I have that song on my iPod, by Yeah, way. this gorgeous song. opera so performance. Um, auto opera, so... 
Yeah, and every time it starts, I'm always like, ooh, what is it? I like musicals. I have some opera, just straight yeah. opera on my iPod. I'm always like, ooh, but I don't know it all on, on site. <laughs> I don't know I it all to opera. hear it immediately, but I'm always like, ooh, what is this? And I go look, I'm like, oh, yay, it's Love Lagoon. It's the fun one. Yeah. You know, it's not like The Marriage of Figaro or something, yeah. which I like. Not as fun. But yeah, so she does this song that starts off at straight opera, and apparently they got an actual soprano to yeah. do it, and it's really? the actress, like, lip-syncing. And then it kind of has this breakdown into, like, a kind of, like, a hip-hop beat with, auto-tune, like, more auto-tuned yeah. stuff. Yeah, and it becomes, like, clubby and danceable, yeah. and it's intercut with... A fight scene. Yeah, Lilu yeah. checking out Plava Laguna's room because the... Stones? Manga larbs... Is it the, are they the ones that break in? I think? Yes, Mangalos. Yeah. yeah, and um, Waldo. Waldo. She's like, you guys are saying that name all wrong, <laughs> dummies. But yeah, uh, so they broke in, and she's worried that they might take the stones. So she goes in to kick their asses and clean house, but uh, the stones aren't in there anyway. So yeah, she's like, you know, they they're doing fight scene. And it's kind of a funny fight so, scene too. Yeah, it, it's choreographed to the music. It's like I think yeah. like again and like she does the Batman where somebody walks up behind her and she just fucking swings her fist up next to yeah. her head and hits them. She does the like the three stooges. Yeah, 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 there is like a three stooges thing. Yeah, yeah. some uh, nut mule kicking. Yeah, yeah sure is. <laughs> I did like one of the after the fight scene. One of them has like a fucking split ear, like a cat that's been in a fight. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah, I was like, that's cute. a good detail. Because yeah. character, I like that. So, during a lot of that, uh, Plava Laguna gets shot. Yeah, Yeah, they also send a fucking kill squad. To the, like, opera house. Yeah, yeah to I guess to go after Corbin, right? Probably, Or maybe yeah. go after her, but they don't shoot directly at her. They kind of just clear the audience. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I guess they're shooting at Corbin. Whoa! Whoa. Why are yeah. you screaming? <clears throat> she gets... She gets shot in the stomach and falls so elegantly. Oh, um, yes. It is a very it elegant is, yeah. fall. Yeah. It must be hard to fall in a lot of prosthetic shit. Oh, my God. Because, yeah. like, that big yeah. head thing, yeah. which, I mean, it's it light, but still. Yeah, the, from behind, her, the back of her head oh, looks like a gonzo nose, and it's yeah. about the same color. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah you're not yeah. wrong. Yep. Yeah. And then she's also got little squid tendrils coming out of her back. Yeah, yeah, out of her back and Again, the sides of her head. a hot blue xenomorph. Yeah. So uh, there's a great, the, the running commentary from for this scene is uh, Ruby Rod talking into his little, you know, Madonna microphone, microphone thing. And he's like, he's like, oh, something's happening. They're firing, they're yeah. shooting guns, and, you know, we're all pinned down. He's like, if anybody can hear this, please help me. Save me, I'm in the front row. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Also around this time, Zorg, like, docks his ship. He makes, like, some claim that he's in trouble and stuff. But then, like, when security comes up, he, you know, shoots Takes all these guys. Away, yeah. And he proceeds to go to the uh, Diva Suite himself. Yeah. yeah. To go after the stones. You know, he and, has, like, a... Yeah, Lilu's there. Yeah, he has a face-off with Lilu. Um, she flees into the Air ducts. Yeah, yeah, she does. Sec- second air ducts. Um, and he's just fucking shooting around this room, man. Oh, yeah. Into the ceiling. Uh, Which also, like, okay, so every single time I watch the scene, I'm always like, just stop moving. Yeah, just stay in one spot. Yeah, just wait until he Go to where he already shot. Yeah, he'll assume yeah. that you're dead. And then it becomes Die Hard and a Space Luxury Cruiser. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, he sets a bomb around this time as Zorg, well. Zorg, yeah. yeah he, he puts a bomb on the room door. Yeah, yeah exactly. And he, he For take, like 15 minutes. He takes a case that he thinks holds the stones. Yeah. It's he, 20 minutes. 20 minutes, okay. Yeah. Not that it really matters. It's for basically the rest of the movie. 
And so, yeah, we see him, like, flying away and stuff, and we think he's got the stones, yeah. and that's when Flava Laguna is like, the stones are in me, because he, like, opens the case and is laughing, and then goes, they're not here. Oh, here. it's so good. Oh, my God. Well, it's Gary Oldman. It's Gary Oldman, ben yeah. Perfect. Old man Gary. Like, yep. it is a great reveal just from the strength of his acting. Yeah, just his face is, it's so good. Is this yeah. the, I am disappointed line? Yeah. Oh, Yeah. So he's got to go back now. But ship. he's already so far away by the time he figures it out that it yeah. takes him a while to get back. So in the meantime, crazy action sequence, you know. Big old fight scene. Yeah, Corbin, you know, is is dragging Ruby Rod from one thing to another, trying not to let him get killed. And, uh, Hiding behind like, like, John McClane the fuck out oh, of yeah. everything. Yeah. It's, it's John McClane all over the place. He tells, what's the uh, the deaf actor? Ray. Ray. Yeah. Ray he's like, it. he's like, Ray, throw me the throw gun. The gun. He goes, Ray. He's minding like, I don't really, I can't hear you. And, and at no point does Bruce Willis make a gun gesture. No, I thought he did, didn't he? No. no. He really should have. Yeah. yeah. Because then Ray rolls him two, two billiard as, balls. As if they would have done anything. I was like, actually watching, I was like, nah, if this was made like now. He would kill him with those billiard balls. Oh, undoubtedly. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. Down. He'd be like, all right, I'll work with what I got. Yeah. I kind of like that he does it. He's just like, well, this is useless. Um, I just love that he does the John McClane shoots in a complete circle around Ruby, Ruby Rod. yeah. And at, drops and him drops through. him right yeah. before an explosion is to happen. You know, like, it's the yeah. action we signed up for. for yeah, this and movie, Bruce yeah. Willis looks really good in this scene, like doing, you know, because it's doing not like. The, doing Bruce Willis. Yeah, it's not crazy stunts, but like, yeah, he's like diving, you know, there's shit explodes, squibs explodes. Yeah, he's not yeah, doing like crazy hand to hand combat or anything too over asserting himself. No, but I actually remember watching like the HBO, the making of this or whatever, like a behind the scenes featurette. Yeah. And they, uh, Luke Besson was specifically like, you know, he wanted Bruce to do some of these stunts so he could have his face in the shots and stuff. And Bruce Willis was like, yeah, you know, I do this all the time. And like, Bruce Willis. yeah, it's me, Bruce Willis. Uh, but I think it's good. I think it came out really good. Um, he catapults one of the um, man- Mandalores up so his head gets stuck the big, in the. And Ruby's pushing his head. Yeah, yeah Ruby's right. like, just, he's like, he keeps calling the, the alien my man. My man! <laughs> he's like, oh, man, I'm man. It's great. Oh, God. It's so funny. So, uh, yeah, he kills off all these dudes and then goes back to uh, the diva. Yeah, and he meets up with the priest. Oh, yeah. He, and... he already has the, the stones at this point as well. Right? Oh, yeah. He, yeah, well, he, he took them out of uh, Plava Laguna's stomach. He tied them up in his jacket. Yeah. Um, and she dies. Also, man, yeah, his, uh, like, tuxedo or whatever just gets shredded. Oh, yeah, stomach. one whole arm is just blown the fuck off. And, yeah. I just love Not it. his actual arm. The no, arm of the, the sleeve. Oh, yeah, the sleeve. sleeve. Which they provided him with a free tuxedo as well. Yeah, with as much damage as goes on to the actual ship in this whole thing. Yeah. The tuxedo is the least of their problems. Precisely. Yeah. Everything is fucked. Yeah, I, lo- yeah, I love yeah. his room, though. That He's like, yeah, I'm going to need something to wear tonight. And, there, and there's a, a rack fucking, of yeah. three tuxedos. Like a six-foot like rack of yeah, any tuxedo. Like, oh, it's great. Take your pick. Yeah, she's like, oh, Corbin. compliments of the house. Goodbye. He's mm-hmm. like, all right, it's pretty good. Get used to it. Um, Can you take the sleeves off him for me? Yeah. Man, he hates sleeves. I just realized he's barely wearing sleeves this whole thing. He wears that one weird... So he's wearing like a yellow, like, mock turtleneck top, sleeveless orange. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Uh, But then he puts that weird, like, Toreador jacket over top of it that's like three-quarter length jacket with, like, big collar and sleeves. Yeah, big sleeves and shoulders, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah it's weird. The maybe, fashion in this maybe, is awesome. Maybe he's like uh, Mac from Always Sunny, where he feels too restricted in That makes oh, so yeah, much that sense. That makes a lot of sense. That really does. No Corbin tuxedo Dallas. can hold these guns. Yeah, yeah. Corbin Dallas is yeah. flexing a lot yeah. in his daily life. <laughs> you, gotta, you can't restrict those pythons, man. <laughs> you gotta let them roam. I bet Corbin Dallas has, has said, yeah, brother, while flexing a couple of times. I bet he's flexed through a lot of sleeves. Like, oh, he's yeah. Like, a lot of sleeves just yeah. by flexing. It's so it's just, it's learning. Yeah, it's yeah. the curve. I'd rather not rip my entire suit. I'd rather cut it in advance so I know. Yeah, it goes to whatever, you know, passes for a Macy's in the future because Macy's yeah. has good stuff. Yeah, Macy's. <laughs> oh, four <laughs> mils is all right, though. Four mils are right. And he goes, like, he's like, yeah, I want the shirt, but, like, he takes the sleeves off because. And he just flexes, and, like, the shirt he's wearing just, Balls like, pops a couple in. extra stitches, and it's just hanging on, like, bare like, thread of a shirt. It's like when Hulk used to put a little notch in his shirt yep. to rip off. So. All you Hulkamaniacs. Oh, yeah, yeah, Corbin. Yeah, brother. He goes and finds Lulu. I'm a Hulkamaniac, um, my man! You know, uh, Cornelius has escaped the brig or whatever, and... Yeah. Because yeah. uh, they yeah. found him stowed away, so Because are we yeah. here yet? So just being there, yeah. But yeah. yeah, once fucking all anarchy breaks out of the ship, chaos breaks out, he's just like, uh, right, I'm out of here. He's a blip on the screen, yeah. Yeah. So he meets up with, uh... He meets up with the rest of them. Yeah. yeah. All on the ship. So, yeah. Uh, Corbin negotiates Cor- for... Yeah. Well, yeah, so it's Corbin, Ruby Rod, Cornelius, and they're Lilo. finding Lilo yeah. in yeah. Uh, the Diva's room, and she She's a little shot. But just a little. Yeah, not bad. Just like, you Enough know. Enough to not wake up and him have to hold her she, for like yeah. nine of the time in this movie. Yeah. Looks like I threw him through on her shoulder and yeah. a few other wounds. Something, yeah. Yeah. So they take her. Yeah. And they leave just well, they, as Zorg is coming turning back. Turning off the bomb. They, well, no. So they they see that there's a bomb and they have like a whole funny thing with Chris Tucker going like, it's a bomb, it's a bomb. Yeah. Can't be a bomb because they have a uh, bomb tech and things on the Oh, planet. yeah. And all of a sudden the, yeah. alar- the bomb. The alarms would be going off. off and yeah. it's like, boo, boo. There is a fucking bomb. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit. But, like, but that's like, when go to that's when Zorg is getting on and he yeah. comes to disable the bomb. And it's yeah. the ship so, passing in the night where they go through a door and then right next to it the elevator door opens and, and like he gets Zorg, off yeah. and misses them by like seconds. But yeah, so they're and he goes back to the room. They're evacuating the whole ship. It's the worst vacation ever for everybody involved. I don't yeah. know. Remember last summer when that uh, cruise ship everybody got like terminal diarrhea? Do you remember the fire festival? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, also that. Okay. <laughs> well, they sent rich people to an island and, like, they had to eat, like, Lunchables in yeah. that. Oh, yeah. who fucking who? Yeah. So, yeah, Zorg stops the bomb at exactly five seconds. Yeah, this yeah. is good comedy, too. Yeah, it's good. And, you know. Then the last of the barely survived, barely clinging to life uh, manga Man- boards. Mandalorians. Mangazords. Megazords. Mm-hmm. The last nice. of the Megazords is like, for honor. For honor, for yeah. yeah. And then he presses a little detonator. And, and a new bomb that you yeah, know about. Fucking like a, a, Additional bomb. Yeah, this Extra. fucking trunk opens up and this like multi-tiered crazy big bomb the opens. The spare bomb. It's like great. The, like, with five seconds on the counter. Yeah, like, yes, like, a spare, like a spare tire, but the spare bomb. Well, it's, it's you know, Chekhov's bomb that you thought, yeah. you know, yeah. they were going to do away with, and then, nope, bonus bomb. Yeah, that's good. Additional bomb. There goes Gary Oldman. Yeah, Gary Oldman's like, see you later. <laughs> and uh, our heroes escape as the bomb is, like, exploding around them and, like, into space. Yeah, and it's fine. Then they go to Egypt. Yeah. And, Everything's fine. And then and, they go to Egypt. And Dave did a great job of, oh, I don't know, fucking preparing Egypt. Yeah, I don't know what the... Well, yeah, we didn't see any uh, alien corpses. You know what sucks for David? Like, he had no he had no timeline. He had no timeline. He had a terrible haircut. I mean, that sucks, too. 
But yeah, David gets there and it's just like prepare Egypt. So David shows up. There's like okay, David okay, flies to yes. Egypt. I don't know how, or maybe teleports. So I don't fucking know what their international yeah. travels like. But okay, so he goes to Egypt, right? With this, with this easily replicable key that yeah yeah this fucking key that, that no one 3D for 300 years yeah has figured out how to like oh there's another room in here yeah that luckily that pyramid is untouched no one's fucked with no it. one's fucked with it at all i'm surprised well, Luke Perry's skeleton is i mean there. i mean maybe there's a couple more priests and they've just been murdering anybody who got close there maybe Fair yeah point. maybe they own the land yeah. and they won't let anybody buy it yeah you ever see the yeah. photos of that yeah. uh couple that wouldn't sell their land their plot of land their houses on to a japanese interstate developer they wanted to put a highway oh, through it. So they just so it, angled it around the house? It's not even angled around. It goes right through the middle. It's it's lanes, and one lane goes around the back of the house, and the other lane goes around the front of the wow. house. Wow. I love that. Wow. That it's is, awesome. That is very passive-aggressive. Wow. Yeah. Over-passive-aggressive. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, bam, That's the best pun of the me, night. Drake. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. So David cleared out the robot duck uh, suit. We don't and see remains. this. We're just speculating. Yeah. He prepped it's this not room there. to the extent that like it would be ready for whatever ritualistic thing they have to do. Like, you know, oh, save the world. You know what Although, he didn't do? He couldn't dust. Yeah, the he pillars. didn't dust shit. Yeah, well, they got it in because they like, used that earth. Yeah, but like it would there. just be on the ground. That's yeah. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Then he just got there. What do you expect from a goddamn intern? Yeah, that's true. He's unpaid. Waldo. He also probably is tired of putting up with this shit. Yeah. But yeah, so we're in Egypt. It's uh. Yeah, they land. Yeah. They rush in. They got the stones. They go in. They figure out that the stones each have these little wavy engravings on them that point different directions. Wavy engraving. <laughs> wavy engraving. Yeah. And they figure out they can match each one's pattern to uh, one of the pillars at the corners of this like It's basically the shrine of the silver monkey. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a it's like a it's like a giant wrestling ring. Um, and each of the each of the turnbuckles, nice. they can put one of these things. And they do that, and then they, you know, they're like, how do we activate it? Yeah. Lay, they lay like, Lilo in the center, and she's passed can out. Can I tell you how mad this makes me? Yeah. The Lilo thing, where she's like, wind blow, fire burn. All right, why Fire do, burns, rain you, falls, and then I don't have anything for Earth. Earth, is, <laughs> she never Earth exists? Earth is, it's just kind of there. Why do you have to be so vague? Like, I mean, you know civilization's about to cease to exist. And she just fucking around with a riddle. Like she, we watched her learn. She Eng- got psychic shell we, shock from learning about war. We watched her learn English. Yeah. Also, we kind of glazed over her learning about war. So on route to Earth, she is watching. Like she's learning a little more. And last she I looks thought, war. she learned. We she googles M. war, but instead of getting the U two album, which would have been infinitely preferable. Yeah. yeah. Or the band War. Or the band War would have been great. That's but also like, fun. so we we left or off war. last time. Good God, what is what that is it is good, good for? for? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. 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 No, maybe that's what she got. Maybe she did. Maybe she got the song. Maybe she yeah. heard the song. She's like, I get it now. She's like, Oh, but for me, or was... what is it good for? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Help. So she still has a lot to learn after W. She's yeah. W A. She has no the... idea about zoology, X rays, She knows nothing about a xylophone. Xenomorph. Xenomorph. She's oh, a... she's not prepared to be in space. <laughs> she's not. Help her. Zoroastrianism. Zoroastrianism. That's Yao true. Bing. She doesn't know that guy. Oh. Oh, no. The historical significance of Yami. He does a lot in the future. You don't know yet. Yeah. Um, He's chancellor. But, yeah, so her role... Oh, yeah, she's not prepared at all for the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. They ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah, she has... She has no idea of the level of fucking with them she can... She can't... They're nothing to fuck with, to be fair. (laughs) Uh, So, the... She learns about war, and then she's like, well, I give up on humanity. Yeah, she basically catatonic. I googled, and it ruined my life. (laughs) (laughs) 
So Lilu learned about all of the war and all of humanity in the course of, like, what, five minutes? Yeah, if that. It's a lot like, to take in. There's a lot of atrocities. It knocked her out again. So, of course, Corbin had a carrier. This is the only time that it makes sense. Yeah. To me. So they like then they have to figure out how do we get these stones to work? They're, we figured out the shrine of Silver Monkey, but what do we do right. to activate it? I want the aggro crack. Give well that is you are was the wrong <laughs> wrong show. You are clearly out of line. It's not canon. Do not mix global guts with <laughs> with Legend of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> Damn. Somebody is oh, cracking that very specific. I'm gonna yeah. get a uh, what's it gooped? What was it called? Slimed. Slimed. What are you talking about? Gooped. Oh, gak. I was thinking gak. Gak was the yeah. call. I thought you were gonna say you're gonna get letters. Envelopes full of gak. <laughs> Nickelodeon. This gak. is what I think of you. I thought this was in my garage waiting for this exact moment. <laughs> So, all right, they all have to figure out, like, the pillars, and David... Luckily, David is a melodramatic bitch. Luckily, David breathes very heavily, because he's very dramatic. Yeah, he's like, yeah. <sighs> he's like, oh, we're done, for us. we're screwed. <sighs> Everyone's it like, what? It, it, like, he it breathed peaks. on the windstone. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone runs over, like, how do you do it? And they breathe, he does it again, and opens, and Will, and Will Smith, I will say. Will Smith. Will Smith is not in this movie. No. Where would you put him? Where wouldn't I put him? I don't think he's working man enough to sell Corbin Dallas, but he's definitely not flamboyant enough to be really No. Yeah. Oh, um, Bruce Will, uh, not Bruce Will, Will Smith should be the general. Uh, He'd be a good that, general. I'd yes. love to see him frozen. Yes. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Can you imagine the song you would have written? Oh, I, oh, I have said this every oh, day in my real life. Bruce Willis should be contract. <laughs> Bruce Willis. Will Smith should be contractually <laughs> Bruce obligated. Bruce Willis Smith. Bruce Willis Smith should be contractually obligated to write a fucking banger about every movie he's in. I agree. That should factor in to his choosing film. But like, wow, 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 it's not a good movie. That song is great. It's a banger. That song is Will, great. Drew Hill? Do you imagine how good the song he wrote for... Fifth Element, can you imagine? 12 Pounds is... What's that movie? <laughs> Which one? Uh, uh, Will Smith. Pursuit of Happiness, yeah. <laughs> yeah can that you imagine one. that yeah. banger he was Or uh, Concussion. <laughs> concussion? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's the... Legend? I Am Legend? I Am Legend. Yeah, that one? would be a great song. I would love that song. The next thriller. Hitch. Like, yeah, it would, Hitch. Be, it would be thriller. It would be the next thriller. Hitch. Hitch would be good. Yeah, they just have him dance at the end. It's What's not the like one Get Hitch now. That's fair. But um, yeah, so, yeah, they're like, oh, you blow on the wind one, so you gotta do everything else to everything else. So right. we put dirt on the dirt but one. Sweat. Ian Holm drips his sweat rag sweat. on the... I don't have any fire! I don't have any fire! I mean, I quit smoking. I quit smoking. Quit smoking. Quit. If you couldn't he's tell, like, he's like, "Father, do you have a, do you have matches or anything?" I have matches. He doesn't have pockets. Ruby Rod. We're doing Ruby Rod. Yeah. Ruby Rod had fire. Well, you got he smoking. was on the Firestone. He had no fire. What I also love is that why doesn't his like insane microphone have a goddamn lighter in it? Because like, well, I mean, really, it's for this moment, which I was actually impressed. They set this up. Yeah. Because Bruce Willis at one point like lights a cigarette, but like the first match blows out before he can light it, so he throws it away, and then he opens it again. You see these two matches. Yeah. And then he lights it, and that I think that's when he gets a call from his mother, so he never actually smokes the cigarette. He lights it, but then he like just throws it away. But anyway, yeah. But yeah, then he's got that one, that one last match, and uh, he lights it, and he holds it like a fucking yard from this thing. Yeah. And my note says. Hold that match a little further away, will you? Why do matches exist as a form of fire in the future? In the like future, you gotta yeah. figure, there's gotta little be little tiny lightsabers. Yeah, there's gotta be like a better form of a match. Yeah, 
at this point. Like, I just feel like it's archaic, like, in the future. Yeah, it's the strike anywhere match like we had in the Wild West. Precisely. Like, you rub the bottom of your foot. Yeah. But it works. Man, yeah. so they got and all then... four stones glowing. No, they just need the fifth element. element. Take a shot. And, but she's just so apprehensive. This bitch like, I don't, I don't, war is awful. And I don't know love. And it's, you know, it's. Well, yeah, uh, she's like, you know, what's worth saving? And love. Bruce Willis is like, love is, love is worth saving. She's like, I don't know love. I don't know love. Like, Watch yes, it. You do. Yeah. Because I love you. I need you. I need you very much. 24 hours, which yeah. is it's obviously. Be, yeah, it's no, supposed to be like a three huge, like, romantic gesture, yeah. you know, moment and everything, but it doesn't feel deserved because these characters don't actually know each other. Nothing was established. It's Romeo and Juliet which, to some extent, you know? Again, I feel like this is a big part of why, like, uh, some people, like, pan this movie, but yeah. at the same time, like. You know what you signed up that, for. Yeah, that, th- this had to be how this was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the end of the movie. You know this was going to be the end of the movie. Yeah, there's literally nowhere they could squeeze in like enough character development to justify to this in this for movie. For how long they're in love with yeah. this pace, like <laughs> so. Yeah, then she becomes as a beacon of crazy light, the ultimate yeah. weapon. Well, it's the same posture that we see the statue in yeah. the beginning yeah. of the movie. Oh yeah, head is, cocked yeah. back right at the sky. Which also that sculpture is fucking gorgeous, man. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Uh, like sarcophagus looking. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. My favorite. I would have that in my house. Oh, oh totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my coffee table. I have that as a coffee table. Totally. Like, my favorite part about this is the four elements. I even thought this when I was a kid when I saw it. Four elements coming together in the middle looked like a Simon board. Remember the yeah. name Simon? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like all the same colors. It's a red, a red beam, a green beam, a yellow beam, yeah. a blue beam. Like, exactly. Zap and Saturn, and it's a circle. Yeah. And it's white, and then she shoots his beam out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it destroys the gigantic ball of evil when yeah. it was only a minute to go. And somewhere Mati is upset. No. Oh. That's uh, the Captain Planet. Yeah. I, I will say, uh, Lilu sells the whole uh, love as a, you know, yeah. as a driving force thing as better than element. Mati ever did. Yeah. <laughs> Wind, fire, just skip this part. Yeah. <laughs> Earth, wind, fire, Mila Jovovich. <laughs> I am Captain Planet. <laughs> I am Bruce Willis. (laughs) Honestly, though, this world could use a Captain Planet from that fucking smog in New York. Yeah, Yeah, oh my god. Seriously. Also, they don't talk about this, but okay, so the ball of evil, uh, once zapped by the love ray, just fucking cools and solidifies, and now Earth has two moons. It's just sitting there? Yeah, what happens to this thing? Well, not just what happens to it, but like, what happens to to Earth? Earth? Yeah, the The tides and things? They said it was 63 miles away from... Impact, from yeah, impact. From, so from, yeah, 63 miles up. very close. Yeah. That is very close. It's gonna fuck with the tides, gravity, maybe the Earth's rotation, like, who the fuck knows, maybe they'll hit the moon, like... Yeah, it's the future, they'll fix it. They can send it. Bruce Willis and a team of digging uh, guys oh up. Oh my god, that's the, it's Armageddon! Just make sure that nobody is bringing any guns. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, the, the president's gonna congratulate them, and they were putting some, uh. like, tube to recharge. It's the same same tube that she was in. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Lilu and Corbin are in a tube and you know, they got the privacy shield on. Yeah, what are they going to do in that tube? It's a sex tube. It's a sex tube. Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, And then they end with a song that is not a song by Seal, but man, it ought to be. It sounds like a song. I have have the name saved so I shazammed it. It is... Little Light of Love by Eric Serra. Yeah, well, Eric Serra did the music, the music yeah. for this movie. Yeah, it's not bad, um, but it should be... What's Seal. Hell? Yeah, what song is that, though? I, there's a specific song that it reminded me of. It's not bad. Yeah, it's um, fun. Yeah, and credits. Yeah, that's it. We I saved mean, the Earth. 
Yeah. So now we come to the voting. The verdict. The voting. Oh man, voting. What? Uh, let's start with. Uh, I'll go. I, I still, this is, it's an imperfect movie, but I think it's a great watch. I think it's a ton of fun. It's a good time. Allison? Uh, agree. I've always enjoyed this movie. I was blown away the first time I saw it, and I still, like, really enjoy it. I forget how funny it is mm. frequently, but it's actually got, like, a good level of, like, kind of goofy comedy to it. A lot of actors are, again, like, not necessarily stretching very much, but are giving very, very satisfying performances. And they fit very well with, like, what their characters are supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and it is gorgeous to watch just visually. Yeah. For a lot of, like, the design and the color and everything. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to agree. Definitely great watch from the standpoint of, um, yes, visually. Every character was played, like, every actor played every character exactly how they, that character should have been played. And, like, it just, it was fun. It, like, we, we said earlier, it's junk food. It's yeah. like I'm not. It's not going to win the Academy Awards aside from anything like visually. Yeah, visual effect costuming. Exactly. Yeah. Like, but aside from that, like it, it when we we're saying like great watch versus hate watch, like yeah, it's great to watch. But yeah. I'm not like sitting here walking away thinking that my life has been like changed by no. the themes and great things that have yeah. happened within. No, this it's, not, no. it's not. It's not an epiphany yeah. movie. I don't think for anyone. No. But, yeah. but yeah, no, it's it's a great time. No, but it's yeah. got it's got a lot of style. Yeah. Yeah, Lupa sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, some of his other movies are a little bit more substantial and a little bit more challenging. Yeah, and serious. Yeah. More straight-faced. Yeah, but, you know, this is a romp for him. Yeah. And it's very enjoyable. Yep. Yeah. Hi. Hi. It's Allison. And Hunter. Breaking in. To inform you that we will have new episodes every every other other Wednesday. Wednesday. That's every other Wednesday. Wednesday. Find us on iTunes or moviejohn.com under podcast. Bye. Bye. So I think that about concludes our podcast. Yes. This has been yet another installment of Hate Watch, Great Watch. And uh, you can get in touch with us at Write Hate Watch Great Watch. That's W R I T E H W G W at gmail.com. Or yes. follow us on Twitter and Instagram, both at H W G W Podcast. Yes. And uh, you can email us with all kinds of things or to get a mailing address to send me an envelope full of GAC. Mm-hmm. Or uh, of cash if you've used any of our ideas and feel like you yes. rightfully owe us royalties. Yes, we'll, and we'll send you those. Um, I'll send you my Venmo info so you can send me my royalty money. Uh, right. Katie, anything you'd like to plug? Um, no, I don't do it. Actually, no, I actually have a Twitter. Uh, it's called Dayton Tips for Men. D A T I N the number four M E N, and it's a series of uh, really good dating tips for men. That are definitely not tongue in cheek, uh, and you should follow them. But that's about it. Alright. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Not kill Keanu Reeves' dog ever. No. Mm-hmm. Or steal I would dog. say don't kill most dogs. Cujo, maybe. That's fair. <laughs>